Also, somebody asked this question I want to add, poses to you guys. You think when go to heaven, God lets them have a strap up there or not? <laughs> I mean, you know... It was Twitter. <laughs> and I got, a, I got good insight, like, about... No. But but yes. Uh, but not. What so insight what, so, so could you possibly give to I would love to know this? So yes. basically what I what I heard from a from a stud herself is what, that a near like, death experience? Well no, not about no no no. Like no. Yamaguchi? It's Yamaguchi? about having focus, y'all. Focus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is this what they mean? By your life flashes before your eyes? <laughs> I'm done. So, okay, no, 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 go, go. Good stuff. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. What's up, everybody? This is episode 151 of the Saratobi Sports Podcast, coming to you live from beautiful Baldwin, New York, here at Regrown Recording Studios. What is up, everybody? Bring you in, as always, your lovable host, just stuck in traffic, just in transition, just on his damn phone, but most importantly, just a friend, JT. What is up, everybody? And to my right, a man that needs some introduction, the Guyanese god himself, Dijon Mustard. John Mucha, everybody. Ricky Dodger and Tricky Dodger Ball. How you guys doing? Interesting, interesting. And to my far right, a man that needs no introduction. He walks with a cane, not because he has to, but because he needs to. The deacon of demon time himself, Mr. World Wide West. Yo, what's up, everybody? Still leaving worldwide messes, man. Hope y'all had a good week, man. I missed y'all. And to my far right, so far right, he's not even in the room. The voice from beyond, the great beyond. So far right to the left. Exactly. The Saratobi sound man himself, Greg Postovich. Mr. Matt Barber, everybody. So if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. But can you dodge these balls? More after this. Oof. <laughs> Bars. And back to you with sports. Bars. Oh my goodness. Back to you, Ollie. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> yeah. I like how you guys are both on top of that. Yeah, yeah. Always. I mean, that's like the that's like yeah. the one Family Guy reference that is always at the top of my head. That's right. That's right. You know, we just out here living life. Can one of y'all say the name of that incense without being offensive? Nag Champa. Is <laughs> <laughs> it Agrabati? Wait, what? Oh, that's an Agrabati. Yo, that's an Indian as fuck. Yo, that's funny. Agrabati rice. Yeah. That's what they call JT in the hood. Agrabati? Agrabati. It's a Saratobi sports <laughs> thing, yeah. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> even Matt, even Matt had Yo, you sound like Rolf from Ed Ed and Rolf. Silas is foolish, Ed boy. Listen to the song of my village. <laughs> Can we get that as a drop? Can one of you uh, island folk do that? Do what? I don't know. It's a Saratobi sports thing or whatever Drake be saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to start I'm about to start recruiting joints to be like you know what I'm saying like uh, you know how they got like, like the how the that? radio niggas yeah. they radio be like, yeah 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 I'm, like, I'm about to start getting girls to be like Sarah Toby like I'm telling you <laughs> this shit gonna be tough they gotta have a sexy voice though yeah I mean well but I'm just saying you, you think I'm be... a, you think I'm gonna recruit bitches that sound like me 
Not every good-looking girl has a sexy voice. You think I'm, I'm a, you think I'm gonna? It could be the baddest girl. You'd be like, "This is the one," and then we're just like, "Damn, why does she sound like she's been smoking for the past forty years?" I'm about to say, I mean, you know, not you, for nothing, a raspy voice. You know, you know bro. Trust me, I I know what to, I, I know what to do there. I mean, you know, you figure most of the girls at the call center just be fat and ugly. Well, just look know. at Meg. Yeah. So Jesus Christ, that one episode of Family Guy. Yes. So there you go. Yeah. Agarbati. Agrabati. That's I don't know where that even yeah, nah. Anyhow. That's crazy. But JT thinks Bati Boy is a good thing. Yeah, that's crazy. I can't believe and you still haven't sent me any more clips. And the fact that that went up on TikTok is crazy. What? Now a whole generation of people think I don't know what Bati Boy means. Oh yeah, that insanity. is Yeah, that's in insanity. the that's in, that's in the world, bro. Like, I know. Yeah, that's in the world. That's absolutely insane, man. Yeah. Crazy. <sighs> You're, rep- you're damaging my uh, reputation right I now. I don't think I'm damaging your you reputation. You are damaging my reputation. What reputation do you have, Justin? Right. Exactly. But it, it's not helping now <laughs> because he keeps putting it below zero. Right. So it's, it's, it's all right. They still don't know who you are, but we go to the Sailor Boom party with other Caribbean people. That's true. I'm aware. Sorry, sorry, showing him home. I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware of do-rag next time. You should pull up. You should cosplay with you me should, next time. I, you yeah. know what? You I just might. Anime, you say you just might? I just might. That's fine. It's I'm okay. actually going on earlier than Fuck your couch, nigga. Yeah. F. Your C. Anyway, fuck my, what? He said, "Fuck your couch." Oh, I said, "F your C." Thank you, Matt. Why? What? What? What could there possibly be? What could you possibly What's get? What's the C word? Couch. Couch, no. John. Go. Just the go. C Just word. Go. The four. Oh, you mean the you four? Fucking cunt. The ew. I hate that word so much. It is a nasty it's word. It's so gross. I just don't like it. Ew. I'm. A, I'm. I agree with that. Yeah, it's just not nasty. You know. Justin, you were saying something? Yeah, you know what was nasty? What? The weather at MetLife Stadium this past Sunday. Yeah, it was pretty fucking gross. It was gross. And it sucks because me and John were supposed to tailgate, uh, and we couldn't because it started raining. And it actually did start raining exactly at like 1130. I, cro- I remember crossing yeah. the George Washington Bridge. I'm like, oh, shit, rain. By the time I got into the parking lot at like 1145, it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, this is nasty. But you know what? It is what it is. Still went into the game. Got to see... Uh, the best running back in football that just happens to throw a football. Um, and it was great. I'm not going to lie. That was a, uh, it was, it's, it's always fun going to a football game, even though it was raining, mm-hmm. just being around a bunch of people um, that share in your misery of being a Jets fan. So everybody's just cracking jokes the entire time because of how bad you are. Dude, even the Jets fans in my area were super chill. Bro, it, Jets yeah. fans are, Jets fans, I think, are some of the nicest fans in football. Like there's, cause we have no reason to be assholes. What are we gonna be assholes about? I thought I I was fully expecting like assholes. Honestly, so, I've also this is only the second NFL game I've ever been to, and mm-hmm. I've never really been around Jets fans. But from my idea, like I guess I was expecting Long Island Jets fans. But everyone was pretty chill. We got a lot of, um, got a lot of even in my vibe. Score. You know, we had like a good. I, I was behind our sidelines. So there was a good amount of Ravens fans, but like mm-hmm. directly behind me, it was like I guess a family or people that are really close. They're Mexican dudes, and like. Out of the five or six of them, one of them was a Jets fan. Everyone else was Ravens fans. Mm. So like, it was it was cool. Where it's like when we do shit, I'm celebrating amongst my brother who is a Jets fan. Yes, and then I'm just turning around and giving high fives to the people behind me. Like it's a good time. It's like when me and my brother go to Celtics games because he's a Celtics fan, mm-hmm. and it's like all right, when the Celtics are doing good, he's just like everybody in the section that Celtics fans, he's mm-hmm. high fiving with. But yeah, no, it was mm-hmm. it was fun. I had a I had some funny ass dudes. Funny ass white dudes behind me just making jokes the entire time. Like when Greg Zerline missed the kick, that yeah. first kick, where he's lining up and he's like, No way Greg misses this kick. Greg the leg is automatic. No way he fucking misses this kick. Yeah. If it, it veers wide left, and literally the entire 
entire section just turned and looked at him. And he was like, all right, I'm leaving, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Bro, that's what I was telling my nephews when we walked in, like where I was saying, like, if we lose, this is really bad. If As long as we win, even if we don't win by a lot, we need to win. And I looked at them and I was like, honestly, if we lost that day, I would never go to a Ravens game again. Yikes. Because at that point, it would be me. I would sit here and go, it's me. Oh, right, because because of one game. No, he's been to ga- the, the playoff game that they lost against the Titans. Yes. Yeah, that was oh, my first yeah. NFL game. Oh, damn. Yeah. So if was, we if yeah. I if we went to that game and we lost, and then I came to a week one Ravens-Jets game and we lost, yeah, I would have been tough. like, it's me. It's me. That's tough, yeah. Nah, but. but fortunately, we didn't. Yeah, um, yep. I, I did get reminded as to why we'll get into this stuff as to I mean my parlay should have worked in theory, <laughs> but um why I should just do my same game parlays on my team that I know the most about and feel super comfortable with making because did um, you put Jets in your same game? No, the oh. things that got fucked. Well, I put Ravens, but the things that got fucked up were the um the Browns and the Bengals. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, like I I should have just done two touchdowns, the spread, and honestly and a nine and a half spread, which is what I wanted to do. Mm. And um, I didn't even think about the under and uh, Bateman anytime score. But regardless, um, I don't think it was the best game of us by far. I do think like the play calling looked bad, like the chemistry issues um, were apparent. But I do think that was just for rust and the fact that we've been so cautious in the preseason that people didn't really play together. Um, also, just making late additions. But uh, I do think we have, like I said to you guys before, we have the arguably the best defensive line, which I think we can really turn into the best defensive line in football, mm-hmm. um, especially interior defensive line for sure, like our D tackles and like things like that. Our edge rushers, we're just a little, like we're just not deep at it, but like any of our D tackles are fucking monsters. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, we, me and you were literally texting throughout the yeah. the game, but yeah, no, I I thought you guys looked a little shaky in the in in the beginning, um, just and like you said, just due to rust. Um, yeah, you had wide receivers dropping passes like wide open. It was it, it was like rainy. It was, it was it was a nasty like it was, was one of those games where it's gross. like it would be fun to play in, but not fun to watch. Um, yeah. it was pretty gross game. It was raining most of the day. Um, it was actually pretty close in the first half. I think the score was a ten three at halftime. Yeah. I think it was a combination of our offense sputtering and your defensive being that good. Like your your front seven is good. This is what happens when the Jets are health. When the Jets' defense is healthy, you finally have Carl Lawson. You have Quan Alexander, C.J. Mosley's healthy. Quan Alexander had a great game. See, uh, Quincy Williams, great game. I mean, and the Jets is he's that guy, bro. Like, and he and bless the, you, thank you. And 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 the, and the funny thing is, there was a, so many people last year. I don't know. There was like this one football guy that was like, "Oh yeah, Quinn Williams is a bust." He's like that. young too, right? He's young as shit. And he's still putting up every like every other week like in the pro football focus uh, numbers he's always like top five for a week like mm. he does his job he's like oh he doesn't have any sacks he doesn't do this I'm like but that's not his job as a DT like mm. you think he's supposed to be Warren Sapp he's not Warren Sapp is Warren Sapp because he's Warren Sapp like if he's taking on two blockers he's doing his job because mm-hmm. that frees up somebody else which is what he did. Uh, on Sunday, especially when you draft an edge rusher like Jermaine Johnson, when you have an edge rusher like Jermaine Johnson, you have somebody that can rush off like a linebacker that's as quick to the ball as Quincy Williams. You have Quan Alexander. You have Jonathan Franklin Myers, who's also pretty decent, pretty good on the defensive line. Look, he's 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 doing he's his job is to open up the door for other people, which mm-hmm. he did in that first half. I thought they played fantastic. I couldn't have asked for a better played defensive first half from the Jets than what they put up, only mm-hmm. giving up ten points and the touchdown pass that Lamar threw. That, that was, was great. That's an MVP player. Like, that's that, that, that was. Yeah. I don't know how much better you could have defended that that wide receiver, and yet the ball was placed in an absolutely perfect spot. Like mm-hmm. that's 
look, MVP, like you said, MVPs make MVP type throws. That was a perfect throw. Outside of that, there were no flaws on the Jets defense. Yeah. Offensively, these niggas suck, and it's only because of of, of Joe Flacco. Yeah. I'm very much not I mean, your line I'm, got torn up though. Hmm? Yeah, we destroyed your line. Well, so here's the thing, right? Because Flacco was a very stationary guy, and he only kind of stays between the guards. It doesn't really allow, and also uh, we had an injury like literally like last minute, so we mm. had to change up every like mm. some things. Uh, so our left tackle went to right tackle, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But like he doesn't give them the line opportunity to like really block. Cause like you said, you guys have a very very good de- uh, defensive line, mm-hmm. but if that's Zach Wilson out there, he's getting out of the pocket, he's extending plays, et cetera, et cetera. He's you know hey, dude, not being a stationary target. He had one good run, and that was it for the game. Who Joe? The one where he lost a yard? No, no. Oh, yeah, he did do a bad run. <laughs> Bro, he was running for his life. It could have been a lot worse, right? It could have been losing, like, 16. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, no, I think, like, and even John said it was like, yo, like, your receivers are great. We do have a really, really good wide receiving core. Garrett, also, Garrett Wilson needs to play more than six snaps. I'm sorry, yeah. but, John, you saw it. When Flacco threw that lame duck of a pass on third down and All Garrett Wilson Flacco did for every year after he won the Super Bowl <laughs> and Garrett Wilson caught on the sideline 10 yards from the line from, from the first down gain and almost got it yeah bopping the shit out of Kyle oh he bopped the shit out of Kyle Hamilton I'm like oh shit See, I, it was funny I was on the um the Raven section on Beach Report you know how they have like community section someone's like hey man Kyle Hamilton <laughs> could cover but he can't tackle for shit bro um, I really just think it's just he's just like that explosive of an athlete that he just overruns everything so he mm. comes in with too much momentum that if he doesn't hit you square oh he definitely he's just did. flying yeah like that's and that, that's just and he's also just a young kid but a 6-4 safety so he'll be Garrett. all right Garrett was out here bopping shit but that's the thing like how are you gonna keep your rookie that has this type of big play explode just this type of explosiveness mm. on the bench for most of the game and yeah Corey davis you know, got his your depth chart stuff. should be like elijah moore one Corey davis two like he should be three if not two so I think it's, it's tough because I'm not going to put Garrett over Elijah because Elijah is solid. And obviously, no, I think Garrett should be your one. I mean, Elijah should be your one. But I, look, man, look, I know, but you're paying Corey Davis all this money. You're not going to make him a two or a three. I like Braxton in the slot. Um, you know, it's just and run our run game was actually very very solid. I don't know if you like saw any of the like the post game stats, mm-hmm. but the Jets actually. Led in a plethora of categories. The big difference in the game were those two home, were the two, two explosive plays. Yeah. You know, the fifty-five oh. yard bomb, like with the the twenty-seven, or I think yard pass from a uh, Lamar. So look, That's I, 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 think I, I got Lamar's a lot of take. Offense sputtered, but yeah. you guys did I, took, play I got a lot game. of positive. Like after the game, I'm like, yo, these niggas suck. We're going zero and sixteen again. Listen, Michael Carter got twenty points on my fucking on both my fantasy benches. So, yeah. bro, but Joe Joe Flacco is the checkdown. He king. needs to be tried for his war crimes because, bro. So I'm watching. Um, like it's like Jets X Factor or whatever. Like somebody that does the a Twitter thing and he breaks down film from the game. Mm-hmm. He missed Garrett Wilson once over the middle, uh, for a touchdown. Instead, he checked down to Michael Carter. Then he missed another time when Garrett Wilson was streaking up the side. Preaching in the choir, baby. I'm like, yo, it was. It got to the point where everybody in our section is like, oh, I get what 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 play were we gonna call today? Remember when Joe Flacco <laughs> was known for having a big arm? Crazy, mm-hmm. crazy, wild concept. Shit was nuts, and I'm like, all right, is this like, is this the OC just telling him like, yo, keep it safe and dink and dunk, or is this him just like, damn, he really like 38 years old, and he can't do this shit no more. Not we told, no, John, there was no shots. He was young. He was young and can still physically do it, and wasn't doing it. Like so, so like the past couple years, one of the things with Lamar is he doesn't check down, 
where it was like, I guess we just overcorrected the check down because Joe Flacco only checked down. So it, it was it was nuts. I will say though, um, it, it was good. Loved it. Loved seeing. I look. I get to say that I saw Lamar Jackson play. I can tell my kids I saw the greatest running back of all time play. Um, Listen, he, look, I'm not and, gonna lie, and threw, John, and threw three touchdowns, and threw three touchdowns. But John, that I remember the the. I think it was a key play in the game. I want to say it was ran the third for the quarter. Yes, when he escaped like three sacks, ran for the first, and I'm just like. I don't know whether to be upset or just amazed because, like, yeah, I'm sick that he got the first in on third down, but, like, bro, who is out in the league is doing this shit? fully thought he was sacked. No, like, he's, right, he's turning his back and everything. Yeah. I'm like, yo, who else fully in the league thought is he doing was this sacked, shit? Hurdled to get out of the um the ankle, like, yes. to get wrapped up, and then juke the dude made it. And at that point, and I told my brother, he didn't. He still did not all out sprint in that time. Dog. He was going that fast and did not all out sprint. That is an athlete right there. Like, nuts. Like, we're not, like... Look, I'm just saying, like, we haven't really seen somebody with that type of escapability and scramble in the pocket since really, like, Vic. Ever. Like, I can't really, like... Yeah. I'll say ever. Really ever? I'll say ever. Even more than Prime Vic? Vic? I'll say ever. Okay. Because he's bigger than Vic. I'll say ever. Because I think... I think think with Lamar... Lamar, like, he's definitely shifty, but it's more beeline speed. I think, mm-hmm. like, I think with Michael Vick, he more so was an escape artist like Russell Wood. Like, I like say Russell Wood. Like, okay. like, yeah, like, they're, they're, they're like scramblers. I think mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, like, he's just so fast, he can just get separation real quick. Mm-hmm. Like, he's taking, like, a step back in basketball. Like, that nigga will just beeline out of there. Type Bro, of, type like, of we always, like, talk, like that, that run against the Bengals, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, the one thing that I always remember, and it was a shame because it ended up being an incompletion because someone dropped it, but he was, we were playing the Chiefs, and he snapped someone so bad, bro. Oh, I remember this. Like, it was one where it was, like, it happened, like, but because of the incompletion, no one paid attention. I remember watching the shit and being, like, what, like, he snapped someone, like, like, if you was watching Hot Sauce play. Like mm-hmm. it was fully like that, where homie like his body went one way, his feet went the other. And is this then, in his rookie year or the second year? Because I remember when you guys played the Chiefs and he snapped somebody crazy for like a twenty yard touchdown run. Yeah. When you guys were making that comeback in like the fourth, and I'm like, holy shit! Like that's <laughs> like that's nuts. <laughs> like he he he's in the NFL playing in the park. That is a um, yeah. I think he's playing street ball, but like seriously for real, he's yeah. But actually knows what he's doing. Yeah. But um yeah, I think we both. I don't. You know, we had some injuries. We had our starting left tackle, yeah, two tough injuries, backup yeah. left tackle, um, tears Achilles again. So he just came off missing a season, playing his way into that prime backup role. And mm. I guess that's part of the reason why we kept a ridiculous amount of offensive linemen. Um, but our six-man offensive lineman is getting paid a lot of money to be the six-man. Mm. And when he came in the game, our passing game kind of did better. Mm. Um, shame for Juwan James, though. I do, you know, hope things work out for him and yeah. it, it's tough. But after the game, I didn't even know Kyle Fuller got hurt during the Bro, game. Bro, I didn't know Kyle Fuller got I hurt too. Like, Kyle Fuller tore his ACL, and I was like, "What? Walking out the tunnel when or some shit?" When did this happen? Because I don't remember seeing him get. Put, I mean, I left at like the. I love the end of the game. Mark. I don't remember it happening. Yeah, but I also um oh actually I do remember ah I remember it was a pass in the end zone and I guess it was him who was on the ground for a long time but I fully thought he got kicked in the nuts, uh, but he walked off. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, because you can walk on a depending on the level, game. yeah. But at the same time, I again, bad for Kyle Fuller, but like everyone's like, damn, like it's a rough loss for us. It's really not because Kyle Fuller had a terrible camp. Mm. Like it was a question mark. Like the only reason why people are like he's going to make the 53 is because they paid him. Mm. Like he did not have a good camp. I don't think it's a huge loss simply because like if our defense played that well against a good receiving core, right? Um, You don't have a good receiving core? 
I'm not gonna lie. I'm just so used to people disrespecting the Jets that I, it kind of took me by surprise. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and Marcus Peters was like essentially a healthy scratch. Mm. So Marcus Peters will be coming back, and we have really good rookies too. So like the Kyle Fuller thing kind of hurts, but at the same time, like, hey, Marcus Williams got to pick that game. Like our secondary, like our defense, it's, it's week one. Like we are not in our final form. And honestly, if you're gonna want an injury, like you never want an injury like that. But if you could pick a time, you'd rather it happen in the beginning so you have a time to adjust as the season progresses and kind of get used to it as opposed to you lose a key contributor like towards the end of the season type shit. Could you have gotten an easier interception, though? I'm so sick because... Hey, we, that's a good way to get I your feet wet. Pun intended. I don't, don't want <laughs> right. to call it that, but it's like, damn. Because yeah. well, a receiver hey, dead-ass slipped on that the shit all the time. <laughs> people be dropping that shit all the time, especially in a rainy day. That's true. I but mean, think about it. Corey Davis and um, Rashad Bateman dropped easier passes. So. Nah, when Corey dropped that pass, bro, I was like, yeah. <laughs> niggas in the back was like, you're getting paid all that money to have stone hands. I'm like, yo, he's not wrong. Speaking of rookies, though, Sauce Gardner, he is the truth. Yeah, it's, it's I'm not, happy. I just I hope he just I just want him to play against well against everyone else. Bro, we just I'm just saying like we might have. I'm not saying he's gonna be him. I'm not saying he's gonna, he is him, but he's not him yet, bro. If, if he could be the reincarnation of Revis, <laughs> dog, this man is dead. Dog, nigga, what? Dog, this nigga what said he, that like that. Like you said the reincarnation. The reincarnation of Darrell Revis. That's a that's a tall order. Darrell Revis. That's what I'm, is, I know, yeah, but, but also Sauce is bigger than Revis. Well, Sauce is bigger than Revis. He is bigger than that's Revis. an athletic. I, I mean, look, I look. Mark it. Andrews do. Mark Andrews has made mincemeat out of a lot of good corners. Yeah, but then like, hey, Sauce did what he had to do on 50-50 ball for sure. Um, Only one pass completed against Sauce that day for eight yards. DJ Reed, zero of seven when. Uh, he was being targeted and he got a pick. Uh, albeit that was a kind of a bad throw by uh it was, by Lamar. It was a terrible decision. But he did have a very good pass breakup in the fourth quarter uh in the end zone. So I mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um honestly, last thing I'm gonna say on the Jets is it there's optimism. I yeah. can see the optimism. Salah has to get better at his adjustments because mm-hmm. and I was telling John, I was like, yo, Jets were killing the Ravens when they ran off tackle. Mm-hmm. Why would you keep running the ball inside? It made no sense. Um he got to get better. Lafleur got to get better, mm. and then one, honestly, I can't evaluate this team really until um, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson got, mm-hmm. get, gets back. But yeah. the the Pete, bro, if the defense is going to play like this you, all I season, agree. you do have reason for optimism after this game. <laughs> I'm happy. Yeah, I think um, this is like a like this is a solid outing, but we got to do a lot better. I personally don't think it was that good of an outing, but we got away with the win and the passing game. They got to show some things in a bad, you know, bad, rough weather, no chemistry type thing. So it's very. It's a good jumping off point, but it's got to be up from here. Um, and also, Devin Duvernay having a big day. This is someone who I thought was fully going to be our third wide receiver. I didn't think he was better than James Prochet, but he came and balled out. He, did. he was always good with the ball in his hands, but he was never running routes, and it was always like he's just not that good of a route runner. He's just like kind of Jacoby Jones. He's just fast and athletic, and if he's open and has space, but man's like, apparently, I didn't know, but coming out of college, this whole thing was he never drops the fucking ball, and... Man's made some good catches, good man. Good catches, so yeah. there you go. But and I'm glad my I'm really happy that Bateman got that touchdown. I think that was big. And apparently in the press conference, he also said like that one meant a lot. Mm. So I'm happy and for a young player who's getting his second year being told he's gonna be the wide receiver one. Mm. Um for a team that's actually contending. That's huge. You you know, like skill positions like wide receiver and corner, you gotta build that confidence early. There we go. There we go. Uh, well, moving on to the other New York team. Uh the Giants this podcast is two and one. 
This podcast is indeed two and one. It's mad funny because the podcast. All right, well, fuck me then. I didn't, I, I, I didn't see that. Nice. I'm sorry, my bad. Yeah, it, it's. It, I'm sorry. I'm just vision. so unused to, and I'll let you get back to what you were saying, Justin. I'm just so unused to us winning on opening like kickoff weekend. It's been four years, I think. Four years <laughs> longer. No, actually, you guys Six have years. not won. Well, we haven't won an opening weekend since 2016. And this could be the first. If you win next week, it'll be that the first time like you go two and zero since I believe the. Um, McAdoo year where you guys went to for the playoffs. Yeah, so that was 2016. Yes. Yeah, so it's a lot of, uh, yeah, since 2016. Well, here's the thing. Our schedule is trash, and I've been saying this the entire the, the entire time, that our schedule is trash. In which but way? Be, our schedule it's, is trash. Like, have we, 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 have a, we have a light schedule. Oh, okay. Well, I, light is relative, considering that we're a light team. I would consider us a light team right mm-hmm. now, too. But us winning the first game, it was, it was big, especially the way we won the game. It wasn't the fact that mm-hmm. we won. Is the fact that we were down thirteen nothing at halftime or fourteen nothing at halftime, and we came back and we won twenty one to twenty. And the way that homie called the two point conversion at the very end of the game, like little balls, balls of steel by the ball, dabbles, the balls of steel, like day ball, bro. I, I ain't gonna lie, I fuck, I fuck with him for that. And I said it as I'm watching the game. I'm like, man, listen, we down, it, it, we down nineteen to twenty. I don't see him letting this shit go what to you overtime. Say? You gotta risk it. To win the biscuit. That's real shit. That's real shit, though. You have to. And in this case, it worked out. Real shit, though, the real person that I want to really give my props to is Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. man. Like 32 for, points of fantasy. I thought he was, was going to go uh, Randy Bullock. Well, Randy Bullock. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that, that's the real, the real MVP. <laughs> but Saquon, man, like Saquon, he came through and he had a Saquon kind of game. Like, that's what we would expect from him. Like, mm-hmm. he came through, he did what he had to do. He, many times he thought it would it would have been tackled. And it's like, oh, shit, he just broke out for a 50-yard run. Exactly. Yeah. Literally. And, you know, Derrick Henry, he didn't even, he like, he outperformed Derrick Henry, which is set, which says a lot because Derrick Henry has been on top of the NFL for the past however many exactly. seasons. First round, neither my drafts. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, me that has Derek Henry in fantasy, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no nah, facts. Um, I, I was fu- I was fucking with the, with the game in general. My boy Saquon did his thing. Dale Jones didn't lose us the game, but what I did like was after he threw a horrible, like a horrible interception. Dayball got in his face and he told him about himself in the middle of the fucking game, and we all saw that shit. Mm-hmm. He was talking to him on the sideline, like, yo, like, whatever the fuck he said. Because what after that, mm-hmm. Daniel did his thing. Yeah. I'm not going to say he was he was super sharp or anything like that, but, yeah, you know, but he, he did didn't. What he had to do. He, he got the did. job done. Yep. And in regards to how the game finished, fuck it. Niggas miss field goals every day. You know what I'm saying? This there was a lot of <laughs> missed field goals <laughs> in those one o'clock games. And we'll get to and we'll get to everything, but I'm very happy as a Giants fan. You know, week one, we got a big win. And honestly, next week we play the Panthers. The week after that, we play the Cowboys that won't have Dak. And then I believe we play the Bears after that. So, you know, we start the season <laughs> d- decently. We'll see how it goes. Like, I, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm op- a little optimistic considering that they came out and won this first game. But let's see what's good. Let's see what, let's see what happens. Let's see how they practice. I was in PT um, today, and uh, my PT is a big Giants fan. I'm like, you know, we're talking about stuff like that. And he goes, he's like, God damn it, the Giants are going to do it to me, man. I looked at the schedule, and uh-huh. he was like, this is going to be bad because they're going to give me hope. Like, we really got a chance. Um, 
and your guys' defense played a great game up until the penalties at the end of the game. But, I mean, you can't blame them for being on the field as much as they did because the offense really did not play well for most of the game. Right. But um, they came through when it mattered, and it, it would have been – that would have been a very tough loss, right, If the especially with the penalties ended up costing them the game if that field goal made it because of what the offense had to do, what everyone's right. had to overcome and all those things. But y'all got the win. Um, the Titans are who I've been telling people they are. Um, and – Hey, man, like, New York football has some hope. I'm saying we all know that don't get your hopes too high for the season because everything is for the future. You guys don't even have your starting quarterback for the future type shit. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a good sign to, to see Saquon in his contract here come out strong like that and be that dominant of a player, to see the defense play the way they did with all the new pieces and new management and all of those things. Who would have thought the defense would have played like that? What? Um, after losing Blake Martinez, who was your best defender two years ago, and James Bradbury in free agency. Yep. Um, um, and also Kayvon Thibodeau, he's still, yeah, he didn't he, even play. He, he didn't even play. Your playing. best pass rushers did not play. Yeah, but so, um, I, I I'll take it though because the guys that we drafted, the guys that we have, Andrew Thomas. We talk about you talked about PFF mm-hmm. before. He was a third ranked offensive lineman, not even tackle, offensive lineman for week one. There you go. People so trying to call him a bus. So I'll so I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? Like we you you know say what you want about. You know, the the end of, you know, the Gettleman era, but at least, you know, he drafted Andrew Thomas. You know, we got Evan Neal and Kayvon Thibodeau this this year. We're gonna see really what those guys get into. I mean, you know, we got as Giants fans, we got a lot we got a lot to be excited about. Now, the only thing that I, I, I will say is that if we win games, it's gonna make us it's gonna put us a difficult situation quarterback wise going into next year. Mm-hmm. Um but honestly, we have to see, we we have to see what we have. If if at the end of the season I say, look, you know what, Daniel Jones, he's not gonna lose us games. If but, he can game manage your but way. But if he can game if he can game manage and we build around that, then I, that's fine. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. I'll take that because right now in the NFL, there's only about I'll say maybe about four or five guys that really are gonna make a difference anyway. So it's hard to get those. It's it's hard to get those kinds of quarterbacks. I got a question. So yeah. if you do like decent right let's say yeah. you get eight wins so eight and eight and nine eight and nine right or nine and eight right okay but you barely missed the playoffs or whatever like that what are your thoughts on and jimmy g is still a niner hasn't been traded yet would you make that trade or do any type of anything to get acquired if you see the potential in your team right and you're just like oh damn like if we are defense takes a solid jump yeah and we're this year. and you can yeah. say like yo we're literally just a quarterback away do you make that push to get Jimmy G. Now, here's the thing, right? When it comes to Garoppolo, it's two things with me. It's talent and it's leadership. Leadership-wise, I think it works. I think leadership-wise, because he's a guy that he's been to the Super Bowl, he's had control of a locker room, and, you know, he's been the guy. Mm-hmm. I think in that situation it works. Talent-wise, I don't think he moves the needle at all. Yeah, I, but I know, that, I know. that would be, I feel like, in that scenario that the defense takes a jump, where yeah. you go, this defense can lead us at the very least the division title. And if the defense is that good, then fuck it. Like, I'll, I could rock out with Because you can get a solid quarterback not in the first round. We see it all the time. Yeah, you're right. Like, so. Jimmy G was good enough to get them. Yeah. Right. The in, a, in, a, and everything else. In, and, in a pretty decent NFC, the, what, uh, what, NFC conference. But the problem is, is that when you get there, you want to win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And look at, the, look at the quarterback that was opposing him, Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. It's like and look at the quarterback. And he he's might in be. The, and he's in that five that yeah. I that I was talking about. You know, obviously it's Patrick Question. Mahomes. Why don't y'all fuck with Kadarius Tony? 
But whenever he got the ball in his hands, that he nigga makes magic. He looks so, scary as shit, bro. My, you my, seen him smile? My favorite, <laughs> my favorite play of the game was when they tried to run the little, the little bootleg where he th- was gonna throw it to. Uh, Honestly, if he had a half a second more, that would have been a touchdown. It would have been a touchdown, but he didn't have a second more. <laughs> but and he got back it, to the line of scrimmage. No, not only did he get back to the line of scrimmage, he gained five yards on the play. So my whole thing is: is why isn't Kadarius Tony not playing? I don't know, but. <laughs> My my guess is that he must not be that like not that he's not that good in practice, but he I don't know maybe he's not bought in. I think he's that's still what a it very young, he's still a very young player. Because remember during the summer we were hearing yeah. the like the character shit, not in the sense of like he's a bad person, but in the sense of like he just be fucking around too much and not taking shit seriously. So it I'm could be sure. that yeah. So it could be that's that's the only thing I could think of because the two plays where he got the ball. Like he, he's man is like he is a playmaker. That is by Tony, definition a playmaker. But if he's not, you know, putting himself in a position to get most of the snaps or like get more snaps, period, man. When when Kadarius Tony touches the football, only good things happen. But the problem is, is that like you have to be bought in as a player. You have to do you. You have to be mature on the field. Like you mm-hmm. have to, you know, like Dayball. He's not fucking around as you as y'all. Probably clearly have probably gathered by now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He danced like Ted Lasso at the end. He definitely did. I mean, he was at all. I mean, I wouldn't know because I wasn't Ted Lasso. Yeah, nah. He, but <laughs> he definitely, he definitely was up. Honestly, uh, when it comes to Tony, though, I, you know, I hope that he gets more looks going forward, and I'm pre- I'm pretty sure that he will. You know what I'm saying? Like Sterling Shepard, we're not gonna. I like he caught a touchdown in the I game. Don't know, man, Kadarius Tony tried to say Mike Jones was not up. Try to say like Mike Jones, like who? Mike Jones? Yeah. Wait, when do you say that? Yeah, yeah, young niggas just start wilding. Him and him and Anthony Edwards probably would be best friends. Like they probably they, like, they, like I could see them hanging yeah, out. Yeah, but Anthony Edwards is him. Yeah, Anthony yes. Edwards got a little in trouble on social media um, this week, but he did. Yeah, <laughs> heard a little something about that. Yeah, um, but yeah, now KT, I think he'll get his looks. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, other KT when he's back on the on the field, oh, I'm excited. Talking about um, KT. Yeah, there's two KTs on the team. Take a second. Yeah, all good. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, but. Hey man, if the defense played like that without their two best edge rushers, mm-hmm. like you got someone like Kayvon back, man, it's gonna be huge. And it also feels good where it's like you don't have to rush, especially with your softer schedule. Yep. You know. And the entire NFC least won last week, except for the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. New Dallas. I'm very, coming. I'm very, I'm very, I'm very, very happy about that. Rapid um, fire rounds on the weeks on on the every game that week. Huh? Rapid fire round every game that week. Oh yeah, yeah we. Can I go. got you right now. Uh, no, okay. I got, I got it up, bro. Perfect. Pause. We all have it up. Yeah. Look at how prepared we are. Yeah, I mean, wow, I, look at the growth. Yeah, you my know size better. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, so we can just go right into into Thursday night football. What you, what yep. y'all thought, what y'all thought there? Um, honest, honestly, Josh Allen, that nigga is on a mission. Mm-hmm. Um, He's I'm, him. I am, I, I have, I don't know what I'm gonna do when when the Chiefs play the Rams later this season at Arrowhead, but I have to do something. Cause I can't just watch that game in the house. It's gonna be too good of a game. That's fair. Mm, I got projected. Yeah, we'll we'll talk after the yeah, show. Yeah, that might be a thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. That was rough. Uh. The Rams came out a lot flatter than we did. I think it's gonna be similar to like the Bucks or the um the Packers last year, where they had a rough start to the season, got their shit together. I'm not gonna say they're gonna win, but they have too good of a team to play that poorly all season. Um. I don't think. Like I, I still think they're going to be a contender because they just have that good of a team. They have the veterans. They have all the pieces. The big thing was Allen Robinson not getting anything and yeah. Matt Stafford trying to beat allegations. Allen Robinson, and Cam Akers, Cam. Like I don't know well, what they, the heck they talked about. First Cam Akers. Off. They said like McVay was like, I don't feel like Cam Akers wants it enough, which is crazy because like 
dog. Like Cam Akers, when he touches the football, does a lot of really good things. I don't know if it's like just like. But that was also like, like he also was coming off an Achilles injury. No, I, and I get that, but I expected more than like, what was that, 11 snaps? Like everybody went into it thinking yeah. that Cam Akers was going to get the bulk of the carries and then Daryl Henderson was going to back him up. Daryl Henderson was literally getting every single snap, and it's like, uh, yeah, is there I mean, a injury we didn't know about? I'll like, touch 18 to 3. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. Um, McFay said he didn't, you know, he doesn't want it enough. But on the other side, uh, he said Allen Robinson needs to be involved in the offense more. So Matt, Matt Stafford is, has uh, allegations to be for next week. Go. This, only, is, this is rapid fire. So okay. we're, we're not um, very rapid. Matt Stafford only throws to people of his skin color. And <laughs> interesting note. The Rams have never started, have never been below 500 in the Sean McVay era. Hmm. Um, I think it's funny about the the allegations because um, at one point, I, I thought his his uh the back of his helmet said "Choose Life." Bro, we I, thought that too when we were watching I it. Saw, at, I was watching at my the friend's game, house, and I just saw "Choose L," and I was like. Oh no! I was like, "There's no way they let him do this." And then it turned and says, "Choose love," and I was like, "Okay, my son Matt was gonna have a lot of allegations Woo. to beat." Oh, um, next game. Um, let's go Saints Falcons. Just go through the list. It's yeah. rapid fire. Perfect. All right, Saints, Saints Falcons. Falcons. Um, Mike Thomas resurgence. All right. Jameis is him. Lasik Jameis. <laughs> Lasik Jameis is him. Only in the fourth quarter, though. That's it. The first three quarters, I don't know what the hell was going on. Bro, with the this is, he's done this his whole. <laughs> yeah, he has done this his whole career. Thank you. you not, like, come yeah, on, man. Gives legendary interviews. Yep. <laughs> come on, man. It what hurt? It was pain. Yo, <laughs> Yo it, it ain't how you start. It's how you finish. Jameis is low key, like if Junior from my wife and kids was an NFL <laughs> quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> that is Jameis Winston. <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong? That's crazy. Nigga got no respect. No Like every interview, respect. it is full. Like, yeah, you are a junior. Like, That's funny. <laughs> what happened? Pain. Pain. All over. <laughs> and I just prayed to God. Um, But, yeah, Michael Thomas, um, was surprising. Not surprising. But oh, Jarvis, though. Yeah, Jarvis. 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 That doesn't surprise me because Jarvis Yo. has been productive. Jarvis the Browns is... just are dumb. Um, But, like... Yeah. You know, Baker was not throwing anyone, so. Jarvis and Brandon Cooks are the same type of receiver, and I love it. You know what? Eh, Brandon Cooks is more of a speedster, but I get what you're saying. No, but I yes, get what you're saying. Right, yes. I understand yeah, okay. exactly what you're saying. Thank you. I will also, say what I mean. Oh, yes? I was going to say Chris Olave. Chris Olave. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Kyle Pitts. Yes. Oh, and Drake London. Kyle, Kyle Pitts and Drake no. London. Kyle Pitts, I have well, Kyle Pitts on fantasy team. He ain't do nothing. He had two I, receptions. No, 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 no. He's but, the truth. No, but. I get I'm just saying. Mariota missed him a lot because I was watching some of the mm-hmm. films. Yo, he was winning his his he was winning his matchups mm-hmm. all game. Mariota is uh, gonna be a good fantasy quarterback, by the way. You think so? Yeah. Okay. So. All right. Well, speaking of Baker, Browns Panthers. Browns Panthers. Revenge game. Listen, man. He, say he, he was for, about to lead them. He was about to lead them to a comeback, and a rookie had to hit a sixty-four yard field goal. What kind of bullshit is this? Well, Balls. I mean, that, what that, kind of bullshit? I is mean, this, bro? That, that's that's how it gets. I mean, you can't be out here saying that you can go, you own cook niggas, and you you only sixteen to twenty-seven, two thirty-five in a tutty. That's I mean, that's, that's that, not he it. He sucked in the first half. Robbie. His second half was yep. great. His it, second it, half was it, fantastic. His second <laughs> half was was night and day. Is yes, Baker once White James without an again, arm? Shout out Robbie Anderson. That man is good. Temple legend. The Temple Panther. Panther. I was like, Temple Panther. The Carolina Temple. Panther out. I saw a, it was from the Panthers TikTok where they were asking um who they, they got some new receiver not Jameson Crowder on another team um I forgot who it was they were talking to a receiver and they were like how many people on the team went to Temple and they were just naming everyone because you know um oh my god Sean Chandler's there too 
Really? Yeah. Wow, good yeah. for him. So he was on the Sean, Giants for a little bit. Keith. Yeah. Um, um, Matt Ioannidis is I there Matt, now. Oh, Robbie, PJ. Yo, what do you call it? What's his yo, face? Used to be there. Yo, um, Hassan. Hassan used to until be there. So he signed with the hometown Eagles. Yo, and Bra- uh, what you, Sean Bradley's there too with the Eagles. Yeah, he is. Mm. Nepotism, guys. Oh, yeah. I'm telling y'all, it's it's hey, real man, shit. I yep. saw after the TikTok, people were like, "Oh, that's why the Panthers are bad." And people shout out to the people in the comments who were like. Temple was a ranked team when them motherfuckers like, on Temple. If y'all didn't, if y'all didn't watch like, Temple, that's fine. But we was on College Game Day. Yeah, bro. All right, we was we was going toe to toe with um, Notre Dame. Yeah, well, I, again, I still like Baker as a person. Um, I think I like the Chris when he plays this. He just makes bad decisions because he just kind of sells out all the time, and that's why he fucked up his shoulder and ruined the Browns' chances. But they should have fucking won the game, dog. They should have won the game. Should have won the game. Fuck with money up. All right. Um, it is what it is. You all know what's right. crazy? Right. Um, Come on. I will. I will say, you got a minute. You got a minute. I got you. Uh, it's gonna be under a minute. I feel like. People loved Baker's personality in college. He still has that same personality, and people don't like it. People don't like it because he he's not producing. He's he not produced producing. in college. Okay. The Browns had tons of expectations and underachieved. If the Browns even, let's say they made it to a second round of the playoffs and mm-hmm. then lost, no one would say anything about it. No one would care? Yep. All right. All right. This next one is quick. Chiefs Cardinals, Patrick Mahomes is him, and I told y'all. <laughs> Kyler a fraud. Yep. Cool. Listen, we, you brought it up, and I brought it up today again when I was talking to my boy. Um... I might have to keep that Dak energy for uh, for for Kylie yep. this year, man. There you go, allegations. You go. Yeah, man, Kylie's go. gonna have to beat the allegations. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the Chiefs are just out here doing doing chief things. Oh, Thirty three first downs. Yeah, hey man, <laughs> the Cardinals the Cardinals not having a good week one is surprising though. But mm-hmm. then again, they don't they don't have one of the top three receivers in the league. So I mean, well, yeah, there you go. Um, you got anything? Nah, basically it's Kyler's fraud. Uh, I don't think they're gonna do anything until D Hop gets back, and even then, that's what week eleven. Uh, no, nah, no, nah, eight, eight nah, games. I think. Yes, I think it's seven or eight, eight. seven or eight. Because they have a, or I think they have an early buy, but he's he's not he's not gonna miss most of this. I season. think it's six. It's six games special. John, you're gonna look into it. I'm gonna yeah. keep going. All right, uh, Packers the Vikings. Jettas is him. Bro. Jettas he's him. the best. He's the best receiver in the league. Jettas I him. get it, Cooper Cup, but Jettas consistently for the past three seasons. Him. Listen, the thing with that is, I didn't realize. I heard people talking about it, but it, it's the um, who is it? The the Rams o- offense coordinator, who's the head coach. Yes. And this man said, "I'm gonna do Cooper Cup shit with Justin Jefferson," and he did exactly that because motherfuckers Adam Thielen had not did, had nothing that game because no, it was dang. the Justin Jefferson show. Yeah. It was full on the Cooper Cup offense. We have a. a all world wide receivers, so let's just use him all the time. Also, and that's what you do. the Packers are dumb, but that doesn't surprise me because all they've had is questionable coaching decisions since um, what's his face took over. Lafleur, yes, Lafleur. All they've had is questionable coaching decisions since he's taken over. And another one, even though he's not calling defensive plays, is why is Jair not on Jefferson? Yep, I, I agree. There's no reason for him not to be, and I'm glad that he spoke out and he was like, bro, like. That is what I want, but it's not up to me. There you go. And he's absolutely right because yeah. it's not up to him. So when chick when he's torching everyone and they're like, I, I was on him like two times in the second half. You know, it's dumb. You know, it's funny you say that because uh, that just reminds me that what we didn't talk about with twenty with, seconds with, with uh, Bill's Rams. Jalen yeah. Ramsey got cooked. Yeah, I've been saying this about yes. Jalen for cooked. a while. I'm, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. But with Jalen, it's been a, the past couple games because low key Mike Evans fried him. I think he, he, he all playoffs. I think, I think they said he left. Yeah. He gave up a touchdown for the past six games. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's either the past four or past six games. Yeah, that man Tough. got some soul-searching to do. All right, we're going to go to the tie. Uh, he said he was Colts. better when he was gay. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> Colts Texans. Yo, I was actually fraudulent. I was actually telling somebody. First off, Rodrigo six Black, game suspension. By the way, six, six games. So okay, cool. six. Okay, Rodrigo Blankenship did not deserve to get waived. Um, and Davis Webb is not bad. He's not bad. Not but bad. I expect Matt Ryan to be better. I mean, it's, I think we all expect Matt Davis Mills. Davis Mills. Davis. I said Davis Webb. Davis Mills. Yeah, sorry. Um, Bro, yes. everybody. I know a lot of people had. I thought that was easy money. Me too. I even teased it down. What to is? Cold I, and I, I will say. What I will is say, easy, this so-called easy money in Week One, especially? Yes. I will say though, I was surprised. A lot of people also just picked the Texans to win. I uh, sorry. Oh, wrong game. Um, Jacksonville. They should be better. They were better. Um, but yeah, the Colts. Like, I feel like it's going to be. Just growing pains, like just straight up growing pains. I still think they're going to be a solid team, but the fact that their defense was not defensing, like, well, it was down like twenty to three at yeah, one point. It's like it was bad. Like I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, I'm and not going to like lie. I'm currently leave. regretting not picking up Michael Pittman and picking up T Higgins instead. I have Michael Pittman in one of my leagues. That was my choice. My choice was sitting here going T Higgins, Michael Pittman. Um, nah, Matt, nah, Matt, now Matty Ice know how to get a nigga the ball for real. Um, mm-hmm. what's it called? Seventy points in the fourth is unacceptable. No points in overtime is actually even more disrespectful. Um, but speaking of overtime, we got the Steelers and Bengals. John, I'll let you go first. That's some fucking grade A bullshit. I mean, we knew the Steelers were not going to be an easy out. Um, TJ Watt getting hurt at the end was nuts. But yeah, that that was some absolute bullshit. The not that the Bengals got shell shocked because they made a lot of additions, and when you have that much chemistry stuff that you got to figure it out against a team that didn't really do much mm-hmm. this offseason. They just worked. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the Steelers are not a good team. Uh, the Bengals will get better. Uh, the Bengals also should have won. Shout out to them for blocking that point after, but there was the game of missed field goals. Like, that's all that That's all that was. Like, I don't think it was either team necessarily being better than the other that day. It was a missed fucking field goal. Don't bet on AFC North games. Unless it's the Ravens. I'm, no. Honestly, don't bet on AFC North games. I'm bet the under don't, lo- don't listen to what John's saying. Don't bet on I no like AFC that. North I like games. The under. I'm betting unders on all AFC North games. I mean, yeah, the under hit on this game is 44 and a half. So there you go. Yeah. It's, um, it, was 40, it was 43 points. There you yeah. go. The, the Bengals will be fine. Yes. Again, I can, I, I'm standing by my statement of I think this might be the year that Mike Tomlin doesn't make the playoffs. I'm just saying, this is, I'll do my spiel really quick. I'm just saying, my super pick looks kind of good right now. Mike Tomlin is him. You need niggas for the niggas. Uh, Jamar Chase is him. Yes. Joe Burrow, fraudulence. I need to see more from you, kid. Um, super Bowl hangover like crazy because the Rams and the Bengals both lost. First mm-hmm. time that's happened since 1999, Atlanta and the Broncos. You've been doing your job, haven't you? I have. Um. I have been doing my <laughs> yeah, job. I ain't, I, I ain't gonna lie. You don't get one of these for that. You don't get one of those for that. Um. <laughs> um, on to less relevant matters, much less relevant matters. Commanders beat the Jaguars 28-22. Um, Carson Wentz actually looked really good in this game. I'm not going to hold y'all. Um, he threw a couple bad interceptions. Jaguars? Yeah. Jag- Commanders Jaguars. Commander, yeah, Commanders Jaguars. Commanders won. Yeah. Commanders won. No, no, no. So then I was correct in that it was... Um, it was Colts Texans. So what I meant to say over there was a lot of people were like the Texans have a weird mix where they're not fully young and they're not fully old. Okay. So they have enough veterans who are trying to be competitive, so they might catch a couple teams by surprise. Oh, okay. ah, I got, got you. you. Um, okay, fair yeah. enough. All right, but, um, Commanders. That's why I was talking about Jacksonville before. Yes. They're a young team. They should be better. They were better. Um, shout out to Dame Robinson for being healthy and get a lot of touches, but he's also on one of my fantasy benches and now on your bench. Najee Harris can't fucking drop touchdowns. Shout out Carson yes. for beating his old coach. Uh, I liked what I said. I mean, Trevor Lawrence played okay. Little, okay. little, little, but it's, it's week one. You're not going to write the book off. I think the Jaguars will definitely be a better team than last year. Mm-hmm. Christian um, Kirk. Christian Kirk yeah, did good. Christian Kirk. They have a coach that 
actually will not put players in the doghouse for no apparent reason. Yeah. Um, and yeah, also shout out Carson, uh, the, the Wentz wagon. So there you go. Hey Facts. man, like like you said before, Carson Wentz makes every play like it's going to be the greatest play of all times if it happens. And he <laughs> did he did slightly less of that that nah. game. He did enough to win. Nah, also the um was the AFC South AFC South trash. I mean oh, yeah, that's gonna be that, absolute I mean, garbage. I mean, I mean well none the of, fact they, that a division none. didn't finish with a win and two teams played each other madness <laughs> madness <laughs> yep. what. To have an entire division have a zero column in the win after week one? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Sickening. Yep. Speaking of teams that lost in their division, we're going to go with Raiders at Chargers. This that was, was a pretty decent game. This was, a, this was an interesting one. Devontae, first off, Devontae Deva, is still him. He's like, him. He, like, like, he's he's, him. Like, That's the best wide receiver in the league. I don't he's care. He's still the best wide receiver <laughs> in the league. Derek Carr is, is still is still really good. Mm-hmm. They just had a, they they just lost. I think, you know, they, they lost. They, they're, but they, they dug themselves a hole early. Like yeah, they, they were did. playing three points in the first half. Yep. You're playing catch a ball game. Yep, exactly. Because they outscored them in the second half. But, you know, pre, I, I think week two, you'll start to see teams be in a much better rhythm. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah. Allen getting hurt is tough, too. That's tough. That's that's real tough. Especially them going up big, against the Chiefs. That's their big red zone threat next week. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. Uh, um, Eckler wasn't that big of a threat week one, but still, I think yeah, they're I think one. they're easing his way in too, yeah. coming off injury, and he wants less snaps and all those things. Mike Williams is not him at all. If you if you drafted Mike Williams, that, I R.I.P. Because he, he is not, especially now that they he, like, Hurts looks like he's th- getting it to everybody. Mike Williams is going to be the forgotten guy. Yeah. Also, um, Hunter Renfro. Yes. I said what I said. Um, again, Hunter Renfro is a good you player. Say, it's just not this. enough. And Derek Carr is similar to Matty Ice in the sense of he will get his favorite people the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, he had 22 completions. Ten of them went to Devontae. Exactly. <laughs> Hunter Renfro. Wait, how many targets did he have? Uh, I can Devante. tell you right now. Probably. 17. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Yes. Wait, so how many attempts did he have? 30-something, 32. 20, he, he so more than half of his throws went to Devontae. That is actually <laughs> crazy. Um, yeah, go ahead, John. Yeah, I was going to say, but um, yeah, Hunter Renfro, again, is a good receiver. I just think he's going to get lost in the offense. And when he was the safety blanket, and now your safety blanket is the best wide receiver in the league, you're going to go with the best wide receiver in the league. Facts. Um, Darren Waller got paid. Shout out to Darren Waller. Dude. I still just don't think he's going to have as big of a production. Just one, because target share. Mm-hmm. And then also just... Because other teams got better, um, but yeah, again, it'll be competitive. I still have the Chargers winning the division. I think again, it's another thing of new players and kind of building chemistry. All those teams that I feel like made a lot of additions, their issue is going to be building chemistry earlier on in the season. All, All right. right, we got two minutes to finish these last two Let's teams. These like these last four teams. All right, ready? So we got Eagles, Lions. Yo, first and foremost, AJ Brown. Somebody told Him. me that mm-hmm. I used to work with that at um, uh, Temple Athletic Training. He was going crazy in practice. It showed on the field this week. AJ Brown is a wide receiver one. That was what they was missing. Listen, I had no doubt about AJ talents, AJ Brown's talent or ability at a wide receiver. I just fully expected this to be a complete read option offense, and they're just not throwing the ball as much. So I was not expecting him to have that dominant of a target share. We were at the Jets game looking at the fucking fantasy board and be like, Jesus Christ, what is he yep. doing? <laughs> Minute and a half. It just showed with Devontae Smith having zero receptions for zero yards. There you go. So I think there will be some balance, and I think it was just because they played a bad team that they did that. Justin. Shout out uh, Jalen Hurts doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, shout out the Lions for fighting back. I'm they not, they, they scored a lot they more than they scored a lot more everybody says. Look, they're going to be they're gonna fight, they just sco- like they always do. Yeah, they scored a touchdown in every quarter. Yep. Real shit. Um, Patriots and Dolphins. Um, <laughs> yo, Tua looked a lot better than I thought, and uh, he got his receivers the ball. Waddle mm-hmm. and Tyreek Hill both had good games. Mm-hmm. This yep. might be the first. This might be the year that the Patriots Coming decline between— 
I don't know Not if they last. come in last, but this is this is the year that the decline happens. Fifty five seconds. Um, That's all I got on them. Glad the Patriots' downfall is happening. Yes. Um, again, I think that the Dolphins are going to be a little bit better. I don't think they're going to be great, but they're going to be better than people think they are. Big facts. Uh, Bucks and Cowboys. Uh, word to Lenny. They oh, are who we thought they are. Yeah, that offense sucks. I mean, yeah, you, no. Ga- I mean, no Gallup, no Coop. It's just CD. That's their fault. That's on them. That's on them. Mm-hmm. That's on them. I ain't gonna lie, scoring three points with nothing else to show for it for the rest of the game is very, very crazy. Uh, we got 30 seconds, so we're just either. gonna go on to the next game. Mm-hmm. Um, Bronco Seahawks. Shout out Geno, man. Jets legend Geno Smith. West Virginia legend. New York Giants legend. New York Jets legend. Chargers legend. Geno Smith. You're damn right. And he's squeezing niggas' butt cheeks after games. You already know. It's not my fault he did it. It's on, hey, it's on national Gino TV. Geno had a great game. Uh, Russell kind of shook. The the Broncos coach is questionable. Like them Very decisions, questionable. Not them Daniel Hackett, that's you are actually, on trial. Bro, yes, those I, decisions were super questionable. And I for mean, that game, I was watching the Manning cast, and Shannon and Peyton had me stressed. And I'm a Ravens fan, so <laughs> they was really going through it. But yeah, super questionable decisions. Um, I think Russ was just full of emotion. And but he played well. I didn't shit. think Russ played I don't think a bad he played game. Bad, but again, I think play calling was terrible. Play yeah. calling was terrible. They were talking about it. They're like, "Why are you like the goal line stuff? All those phones, the goal line. Russ can't do anything about that nope. madness. And also, like, why are you running a shotgun run play from the one yard line? I ain't gonna lie. The Seahawks scoring no points in the second half, and the Broncos still losing the game. Unfathomable. But. Ain't no fucked up a lot of motherfuckers parlays that day. Yeah, and you know honestly, Gino just played well enough for them not to lose. Yep. But I mean, what are you gonna do if you're Russ? You got you both your running backs from what the one, and your coach takes the ball out of your hands on fourth down. I I don't know what else. No, you what can happens do. when you don't play during preseason? But at the same time, I understand it because you know their team is still fully healthy. But mm-hmm. if that's all we got, uh, I just want to know, y'all, yeah, yeah, is it time? Uh it's. Time! Wow. That was my best Bruce Buffer. Good job. Yeah. Thank you. Nice. Okie dokie, guys. Oh, there he goes. Ooh, ooh, ooh. There he goes, taking his position. a long time coming. Yeah, that's exactly why he dropped his mic. Yeah, no. Not mic, Maddie, I hope you're ready. All right. Let's go. That <laughs> was definitely sleeping in there. Maddie Maddie Nice. <laughs> Oh, Maddie! I might add that to the uh, right, to the intro because Matt's not here, so I actually have to listen to him. I might have to add Wait, that to no, the intro. Maddie you're Nice, good, you're good, you're good, Maddie Nice is tough, right? A little not bit. Little bit. I'll be coming up with good nicknames for people on this podcast. Sometimes, sometimes. You for be, everyone but me. You're all right, kid. You didn't come up with Dijon mustard. No, you did. Damn, I'm good. I did Celine Dijon. Yeah, I haven't put that. Yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> You're the only one, to be oh fair, that didn't God. like Celine Dijon. Like, honestly, yeah, everyone I'm, else likes Celine Dijon. I'm the only one, that get, I'm the not, only one that's enjoying the show, it's so. Not, it's not bad. <laughs> well, listen, you're not wrong. But you know what? You're not introing primetime picks. Because we back! <laughs> After a long, long, long time. I'm, you know I, I gotta come back to take my crown, dog. Big facts. The only reason JT won is because we took two weeks off at the end of the season. Nah, I won. But yeah, okay. No, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I didn't, did, I didn't win. The only reason in, I didn't win is because we took two weeks off at third. the end of the season. You're well, right. You did win. <laughs> there we go. All right. So I'm. We just gonna get right right into it, man. Like primetime picks. I missed y'all. Y'all know what it is. We picking four games. You know that's how we rocking. So Vikings at. The Philadelphia Eagles at the link. Monday night, rematch of the, uh, what is that, 2018? 
2017 NFC Championship. Yeah. Well, technically 2018. I was technically pitting. 2018, yeah. but really 2017, 2017 season. season. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, they got Bradbury and they got um Slay. De- Slay. That's gonna be tough on Jettas, man. And Sirianni, I, I gotta give him his respect as a coach, dog. So I got, I gotta go, I gotta go with Philly on this, man. I gotta go with Philly, man. I don't see Philly losing their home opener. Um, Jettis is gonna be. I still think Jettis probably gonna catch a touchdown. He probably gonna go for like 95, 100 yards. But like I said, it's fly Eagles fly. Season opener. Well, home opener at the link on Monday night. Yeah, nah. The cheesesteaks will be a flowing. Fair enough. Uh, too, I'm going with the Eagles. Um, I think that because they played a team that's not really expected to do much, they were like, fuck it, let's just pass all day. Um, and they didn't really use one of their biggest strengths in that run game, in that sort of read option stuff. They have a great line. They have a good running back room. Um, and they didn't show their full arsenal that I feel like they will against Vikings. Matty? Give me the Eagles. Fair enough. Eagles if you guys didn't know, board. Matt was actually an Eagles fan. When he followed sports a little Back bit more. Back in the day. E-A-G-L-E-S. <laughs> batteries. All right. Next game. A division game that I actually am a pretty big fan of. And John already knows which team I'm going to pick before I pick it. Buccaneers at Saints. John, who am I going with? You're going with Famous Jameis. You already know. You already know. It's a bold decision. Uh, oof. Oof. I mean... Man. In, in New Orleans? In New Orleans, in bro. New Orleans? It's in New Orleans, bro. Because Godwin you, did just get hurt. Mind you, Saints have won the last seven straight, except for the playoff game that they played. I'm I'm going to have to go with the Saints, man. Ooh. Okay. You, you know what? This is, uh, I guess I got to be the first one to oppose everybody because I'm... I gotta go with Tampa Tom. I just this I is this is you. this is the time that they break hey, that streak. Julio Jones been on that TB12. Y'all no. hear that shit? Yeah. Tom Brady no. hit him up on Instagram yes. and was trying to recruit him that way and was like, dude, like you're gonna play, we should play together, and got him on the TB12. And now motherfucker Julio is taking handoffs and he hasn't done that in like five years. Yeah. yeah. I know Godwin. Crazy. I know Godwin was a little bit banged up after that uh, uh, Cowboys game, but mm-hmm. now nah, and that and and the Buccaneers played bad. They played poorly. Against the Cowboys too, mm-hmm. you know, and still beat them by two touchdowns. So, uh, no, I got I'm gonna go. This is the time where they break the streak. Yeah. Okay. Maddie. Sorry, can you? Uh... Buccaneers <laughs> at Saints. You got Tom Brady at Jameis Winston. Damn, uh-huh. I think we we still gotta get Matt to come in here next week to to come sit at the table for the picks. I think that works too. Yeah. Maddie. Um. Give me Jameis. Give me Jameis. I like I hey man, like this guy. JT went with handsome Squidward himself. Basically. Fair enough. All right. This next one. It's a weird one. John probably knows who I'm gonna pick on this too. Um Cardinals at the Raiders. <laughs> um I'm going Raiders. Really? I think one, they're home. Um Allegiant is the goods. Uh, and again, like I do think that the team kind of got better, but I also think the Cardinals are frauds. So I, I love how, uh, the, uh, what's it called? Um, Gridiron Heights this week. They just had the whole Kyler thing. And I saw, I, I think it's a made up stat, but I saw a TikTok that was like, for people who didn't know and for people who are betting, uh, they were like, if you look at it, Kyler Murray is 0 24 in Call of Duty Double XP weekend. I saw O. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. Mad funny. I saw 0 27, but um, that's just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, I, I think the Cardinals one, they're not at full strength, and they're not the goods. 
Um, but I think the Raiders, after a tough loss where they did gain some momentum at the end of the game, I think they, they will come out on top at home. Justin. Yeah, I got the Raiders at home, home opener again. Um, you know, they're going to, I think, I think Carr and Devontae are going to put on an absolute show for their fans. And yeah, I just, I'm, I'm just not trusting this Cardinals offense right now. They look very, very anemic against the Chiefs. And I'm not saying the Chiefs have a tissue paper Damn, defense, but low iron. it's just, you know, I didn't like what I saw in week one. And I don't think it's going to carry over. I don't, I don't think it's going to rectify itself in week two. Matty hmm. Ice. Matty Nice. You already know what it is. Yeah, you are. It's Raiders oh. every week. Raiders, <laughs> Raiders every week. There we go. <laughs> now, this last one. Miles, you didn't pick. I did. Who'd you pick? No, you just, you just said you, you want to say said, that into the you mic. You said I think John knows who I'm going to pick. And oh, never fair said enough. No, okay, so I'm going to pick the Raiders, and the reason why I'm going to pick the Raiders is because if they play the entire game like how they played that second half last week, <laughs> thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, they're going to win. Um, Derek Carr was very good in the second half, more than very good. He was excellent actually in the second half. And Devontae Adams, once again, best receiver in the league. This last one though. Is gonna have us more split than America during the 2016 election. I was gonna say more split than Tiana Trump's legs, but you know. Wow. Okay. Sorry. Dokey. Um, we got Thursday night football. <laughs> the Los Angeles Chargers mm. at the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead. Mahomes every week for me. I tell y'all what, man. Yo, I told niggas. Addition by subtraction. And what did Mahomes come out and do last week? Five tutties, 360 on everybody's head. They said, oh, wow, he looked like that without Tyreek. Yeah, watch what he do this week. Reception to nine different receivers, too. Or completion to nine different receivers. Uh, I guess I'll go next. Yeah, I'm going to go Chiefs at home. Um, Chiefs are 13-3 and three against the Chargers since 2014. See that? I'm doing my work again. There you go. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, it's, it's going to be a shootout. At least, in my opinion, I think it's going to be a shootout. Take the over. Take the over. I think the over started off at, like, 53 and a half. Take it. I think this game could probably end, like, you know, 35-31, 35-32, something like that. But, yeah, these two electrifying offenses. Um, just be look on the lookout because Keenan Allen, he is not going to play that game. So... They, then, they they already said that Keenan Allen. Yeah, he's, he's done. He's done. He's done. He's Man. not gonna come back to like. Then again, I'm just I'm, like week five I'm realizing this now. This episode's coming out on Friday, so you guys already know he's not gonna play. So, but yeah, just in the you know the past, the future, whatever, whatever. I got the Chiefs. Wait, before John goes, because mm-hmm. he's gonna talk. Matt, what do you think? You got the Chargers. You got the Chiefs, man. You know what? I'm gonna go with the Chargers. There you go. I'm not even mad at it. John. All right. You up. Um, I'm going with the Chiefs simply because even what? though. What? Listen. Really? I still, have, I still have the Chargers picked to win the division. But what did I tell you? The Chiefs are going to split every game in that division. And I'm giving them the home game. Wow. Interesting. That's actually kind of crazy. I thought she was going to go with the Chargers as well. Not Chiefs at home. And Arrowhead? I mean, listen. And Arrowhead. I, I, I've heard crazier shit. The Bills almost came through the Arrowhead last year and won, but fuck it. You know? I ain't even uh, mad at that. Okay. Both of those teams did have big holes, though. They did have glaring holes. Like Tiana Trump. <laughs> Very much so. Well, you know, if y'all following along with us, man, yo, these prime top picks is lit. Yo, fuck with us. I promise you, bro. This shit gonna be lit. We gonna have a great season this year, man. Real shit. Raiders coming is definitely back for that crown. Yeah, John coming back for the crown. I'm here for the vibes. JT's also here for the vibes. Matt, 
He's from the great beyond, so you know how we getting down. So Hey, if you got suggestions on what should happen to the last place person this season, <laughs> that's not Matt. Um, let us know. Let us yeah. know. Definitely let us know. But facts. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. But, um, yeah, right before we get into ABC and the anime stuffs, uh, you had some basketball news this week. Uh, Robert Sarver, owner, owner of the, uh, or governor of the uh, Phoenix Suns, uh, got in trouble. And he's been under investigation for like months now, and the league just finally finished that up. And uh, he got hit with that Rico. He got hit with that Rico. Free Young Thug. Uh, and he is in trouble. Uh, he now has to give up. He's a one. He's got a one year suspension, so he's got to find an alternate governor. On some Steinbrenner shit. Basically, uh, <laughs> no dead ass. Yeah, uh, nah, facts though. For uh, one year, he's got to pay ten million dollars, and the reason why is because he basically got in trouble. Saying the N word a few times and sexual harassment he in the workplace. Caught saying the N word, like I know we had, like you mentioned, Donald Sterling being on tape. So they never actually got him on like tape or record or physical, like. Mm-hmm. But it's like know, multiple. It's people. one of those like multiple people. It's multiple incidents, mm-hmm. something like that. You know, we reported him to HR type shit. Um, and yeah, he is HR. yeah, right. So sexual harassment, the N word, and also just workplace misconduct, stuff like that. Just overall bad. Like if you read the reports, it's some bad stuff. Um, Personally, I mean, if you read it, it's like, yo, he should not be, he should be forced to sell, kind of like how Sterling was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was telling some people this the other day. It's like, yo, the only reason why Sterling was forced to sell realistically was because you had the physical, tangible, ele- tangible evidence, kind of like the Ray Rice situation, where it's like, yo, they already had a punishment designated for him. But mm-hmm. once that video leaked and the public saw, just like how the Donald Sterling, the video, ta- the not video, mm-hmm. the audio recording surface, now it's like, oh, stuff, oh, snap. Public perception is one thing, and the punishment we gave him is going to look light in light of, you know, mm-hmm. what we see here. So that's pretty much why I think Sarver got off easy. Um, but, yeah, it's just kind of fucked up uh, that, you know, we're 2022 and we still got governors doing this shit. But also at the same time, it's not that surprising when you figure we've got we've seen this shit happen like almost every year, like clockwork with owners across all sports. Yeah, I think. um the, the 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 most surprising part about it is that like you know you got guys in the league that's so vocal about the reaction to it like like obviously like this guy you know he's an owner he got money he's putting bread into the league so I get that part of it but if you got guys like Chris Paul who's part of the Suns organization and you got dudes like LeBron James that you know is arguably the greatest player that has ever played the game that is saying, like, yo, NBA, I got this shit wrong. I really do think that the NBA need to sit down and reevaluate exactly what they did in order to t- to kind of rectify this. Because, you know, this is not a Donald Sterling thing. You know, it's not a Donald Sterling thing, kind of like what we were talking about, where it's not like, all right, you, we have, like, tangible recordings of what was actually said, but they have enough evidence to find this man $10 million. So let's make it make sense here. If y'all got enough evidence to find somebody more money than y'all ever find anybody in the league, y'all gotta make something shake. You know what I'm saying? This is like this is basically just a slap on the wrist. It's just a yeah. slap on the wrist for a guy that's worth what do you say? Like eight hundred million dollars. So ten million is like yo, he got that. He spends that in like a weekend at Vegas. Like it is what it is. But yeah, no, it's just kind of like it's it's really messed up. And like you said, like Chris Paul, like Chris Paul's a, one of the presidents of the. Uh, Players association. Players association, right? And he's playing for this guy, like Kevin Durant, one of the one of the teams that 
he requested to be traded mm-hmm. to was the Suns. And I don't know if he knew any of this stuff about Sarver beforehand or not. I know Sarver was being investigated like well before the NBA season even ended. But at the same time, it's like, yo, don't, like, what the hell? Like, I, the NBA really did drop the ball in this because it's not even just like, all right, Donald Sterling got caught with like one thing, right? Obviously, it was, you know, like, had the recording like telling his mistress or whatever like yo i don't want you hanging around black people or burning black people to the games but like sarver got the racist part and the sexual harassment part Stop saying and, harassment well how do you say it harassment that's that's you i don't know you from the <laughs> how you say it, nigga all right cool i'm gonna say it like this guy you, you from the island so i i expect that um and yeah they also got the more you got him you got him on three counts you got him doing three things and Look, and, and all you do is find him $10 million and he just has to be away from the team for a year? Like, that's not enough. I'm sorry. Yeah, I um I do think it's one thing to to have, you know, the other players speak out about it. LeBron James specifically said, like, there's no place for that in this game. That clearly wasn't enough. Um, I also think part of it, too, is, like, not outside of the tangible evidence, like, it not happening in season to mm-hmm. where they can do things that will be seen on a broad scale. So let's say people who didn't really fully know or understand – but they do like a sort of protest thing, sort of like what the Clippers did, where they all took the jerseys, like the jerseys, yeah. and sh- you know. Mm-hmm. Um, then that like garners more attention than just hearing a story about something, right? Um, that's for the casuals who don't know what's going on. They're like, oh shit, because then that will be everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, even for me, who is not a casual, I didn't really fully understand what's happening. So it's like one of those things. Well, I obviously didn't do the work to look into it, but um, <laughs> like, it's it's one of those things that like I, I feel like all of those factors like there's enough evidence for him to be tried more but i feel like they had also had enough things going to play that they could kind of try and brush it under but i'm curious to see if this is going to affect anything going on of like future signings or things like that or what the suns players end up talking about by outside of chris paul and also that he's also the owner of the phoenix mercury Mm -hmm. so he has to relinquish ownership of them too for a year so and then you also look at it on that part like are the sexual harassment in the workplace I did it purposely just because I know. Mm-hmm. Um, is that actually how you say that word? Because I, I thought you were saying it as a joke in the beginning. I'm not going to lie. I, I alternate between. I, I know it's weird, but it's weird. It, look, I'm a weird guy. You know this. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, like, how does, that, how does that work with, you know, the WNBA side, right? You're being, you know, there's reports of you, you know, sexually harassing, you know, women in your workplace, mm-hmm. yet you own a WNBA team or the governor of a WNBA team. Like, the heck? So how does that organization now work are they gonna and you know the WNBA don't play with that shit right mm-hmm. like they don't play with any type of bullshit so are you know people within that organization gonna push for him to sell the team kind of like how they did uh this is from Atlanta the girl yeah old girl from Atlanta the uh racist po- politician mm-hmm. so you know it's a lot it's a lot of moving parts here it's gonna be interesting to see what the aftermath of this whole thing is and I think sometimes people forget that Sterling technically not Sterling um Adam Silver technically does work for the governors, the owners, just like every commissioner in sports. Um, So he's not going to really do a lot of stuff to really ruffle feathers like that. And I don't know how progressive a lot of the governors and owners are around the NBA. I'd like to think that the majority of them are progressive, but we know that there are quite a few. I think outside of Mark Cuban, maybe Joe Sy. It was crazy because even Mark Cuban got in trouble for some of the the workplace misconduct that was happening under... His watch? Yes, Dallas. but part of the thing was he wasn't watching. That's the yeah. 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 So but versus him actively being but, a part exa- of it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's uh look, there's always something happening in the in the NBA. Always something. Never a dull moment. But that's it for that. Um shout out the Yankees for winning tonight. 
Uh, Yankees back. Aaron Judge MVP. I don't care what any of you guys say. Yeah, if y'all niggas out here arguing Otani for MVP, bro, like just give it up, bro. Just say you Until Otani is on the Yankees and is playing for something. Why? Why? Why are we even doing that? Like, like man, Otani, Otani, Otani goaded. Like we all agree, Otani goaded. He is above average at both positions, pitcher and hitter. But Judge is on another level when it comes to hitting, mm-hmm. and he's a Gold Glove caliber fielder. He's look, gonna get a Gold Glove this look, year. Look, man, and he's on a team that's contending. And if that he wasn't on that team, Yankees would be trash. If Otani's not on that team, they are still trash. They've been out of contention since the beginning of July. It's okay. We can admit that Otani is great, but Aaron Judge is having a better season. Mm-hmm. MVP for a reason. But that's it because now it's time for Anime Book Club. After what it was like two weeks, we've been out. Yes, sir. Damn. It's been away for bro a, a month. We are. A month? Low key? Yeah, we took two weeks off. Bro, we took two we took our summer sabbatical. And then the week before we took the summer sabbatical, we didn't do anything. And then the week after, that was last week. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yes, Anime Book Club is back, guys. We are doing Tokyo Revengers. Um, Revengers. This is a show that I was really excited for. I tried to watch it on my own, but um I've kind of missed the like on my enemies. I'm not gonna hold you. So I was really glad that we were able to do this. Because um, this is a manga that I read that I absolutely loved. Uh, Not I, manga? <laughs> Harrisman. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was a manga that I loved. So you guys are definitely going to take the lead a little bit more on this because I do know where the story is progressing. But I will say uh, I do kind of like how it's shaped up so far. Previously, I only watched the first episode. So the the other side of it was kind of new, but I do think it's been pretty accurate. Um yeah, if you guys did not know, we did episodes one, two, and three for this week, and we can get right into it. Uh, episode one, we get the background. We learned about homie uh, Takamichi. Um, we we learned about how homie's life currently is, and then we see him get pushed in front of a train, and all of a sudden he's twelve. <laughs> like it's twelve years in the past, bro. Could you imagine that? You just chilling watching TV, and you just hear that your ex died. Yeah, in a gang fight. <laughs> First of all, not, 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 well, not, not even skirmish, your ex. Gang the girl that you was fucking with in middle school, bro. The girl, only girl that you ever like have been with. Oh, it was his dated, ex. Dated, dated. Dated. Oh, they was dating. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, it's nah, funny. It's crazy, in, if you're an anime protagonist, you either can't like, you either don't have you're you either only have one parent or no parents. You're just not allowed to have. We more don't know than one about parent, right. No, no we, I'm just saying yeah, you're either not right. allowed to have more than one parent. They're not in your life. Or you're a virgin. Bro. It's got to be one of those. I, I brought this up in the other room earlier today. I'm like, yo, there's no way that all these niggas in anime is virgins if the population is crazy big. That don't make no sense to me, John. How is everybody a virgin and yet there's mad Japanese people around? How'd that work, John? If everybody doing. not fucking... Who's fucking then, John? Well, other people are fucking. Other people? Well, other, the, not just not the protagonist. I'm not going to lie. We've probably done at least like at the I'm least saying, 20 animes. I, I said not the protagonist. How, about, well, how many protagonists we got to go through that, that don't be fucking? the regular people is fucking. So we only the get the virgins? characters is fucking. <laughs> the NPCs? Yeah, the exactly. NPCs. The Steve Nashes of the anime world, yeah, exactly. if you will. Right. Um, but yeah, I also think it's hilarious. Like, imagine saying you peaked in your second year of middle school. Dog. Like, that's rough, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's nah, one of the funniest crazy. things about this show. He said, I peaked in and middle school. It will be like a recurring theme. It's just going to be like, these motherfuckers are in middle school. Yeah, literally. Because um, that's just one of the things that happens after the manga. But, like, that's one of the best parts about anime. It's just shit that doesn't really make sense to us. But it's super entertaining. You get caught up on everything else. Um, yeah, this was. I forgot what show we were. Was it? It might have been Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh no! Sorry. Where I was just talking about like 
Where were you going to talk about a race? I thought I thought you were going to go to the fact that since he got pushed on the track, oh, time travel type shit. Oh, now he's a kid. He was uh, like, oh, the race because I was getting. Bigger oh no, race I was I was going back into the fact that like, you know, the the youth of Tokyo are the real menaces to society. Mm-hmm. Bullying um, is an epidemic. Always. And it was <laughs> when we were watching. I think it was JJK. We were watching that. It was like this is what really made me. So I remember bringing this up, like bringing this manga up, like to to talk about that point of just like the fact that they're dead ass street gangs. <laughs> In middle school, this um, is an epidemic, John. Like, I, is anybody yeah. else not worried that there's just a bunch of street gangs in middle school going around beating up other kids? Like, at the very least, this was twelve years ago. This bullying is an epidemic, actually, in Japan, and nobody's talking about it. I don't yeah, understand this. I ain't gonna lie, like it's like in every show. Like, literally, they talk about it in every fucking. Like, when you talk about it, in every show, bro. Even oh. in an American-made movie, like Need for not Need for Speed, in uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. There were bullies in that show too. Yeah. Or that movie. So what is going on over there? Yeah. Um also when when Homie gets introduced to like the gang members and shit like that, like I'm gonna have you guys talk more about like how you feel, but like I was just gonna say for my high people, uh homie with the the little gold streak looked like we found out his name is Red later, looked like Tanaka from High But what did you guys think about episode one? Nah, I was definitely fucking with it. Um I think for the most part, like we really just getting like the backstory of everything. Mm-hmm. And we really learning more about like you know, uh, Takamichi and his and all of his bullshit. I was mad confused when this man got pushed over the thing and like you know that all of a sudden he went from black hair to blonde hair. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like who the fuck is like 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 who? You the guys fuck had no this? idea coming in what the show was gonna be. No, about. I, no I, I just know, know I've just known I just know that Tokyo Avengers is known for mad violence. That's what everybody always yeah. tells me about. Uh, about the show, but like it's the goods, bro. Yeah, you 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 go through it, and this is like, all right, this kind of makes sense. I was fucking with it, uh, from from that point of view. Then when homie goes back in time, and we see like that whole like, you know, what his childhood was was like. Mm, okay, I was like, all right, I'm fucking with this. But it was really episodes two and three that kind of had me like mm-hmm. more real than anything. How about you? Episode uh, one? I thought it was cool. I'm like, damn, like I was. I wish they kind of addressed like who the hell pushed that nigga on the tracks. Like that was mad random. That shit. is pretty important, especially because like, all right, he goes and he meets up with uh, Hinata's brother Naoto, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh yeah. And then when he, yeah, hold on, if I'm if I'm remembering in the episode, right? Let me get my notes right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then he wakes when once he makes the deal with Naoto, like, yo, bro, you gonna die on this date, and your sister gonna die, so you better protect her. And then they shake hands and he goes back to the future and he wakes up and Naoto's there. He's like, well, yo, present. yeah. he's like, yo, I saved you. And I'm like, okay, so how did he know that he was at that, he was going to be at that train station and who pushed him and what the hell is going on? Yeah. It I'm, almost makes me feel like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I like, and this is like, I'm getting way too much ahead of myself. It almost makes me feel like the nigga that pushed him was, um, he not his brother. Now so that, that he made, had that to made... go back in time, like, because that's what I'm trying to figure out too. Like, all right, I don't know. so he could have just stopped and shook his hand. I mean, he could have, but I mean, he also ain't know how to activate it too. I'm just still trying to figure out because that train because, was right there. So why would because, he push him? Well, here's the thing though: is that when he went back in time, the first time he didn't shake anybody's hand. He just just pushed. He just had a near death experience, but he went back in time. But then he got saved. So no, but I there's like, a, there's a time loop. Well, this is here. the thing about it, like right? It. He didn't go back in time until Naoto saved him, right? Okay. In theory. Mm-hmm. In th- well, no, because technically Naoto was dead. Right. 
Now to was dead. Yeah, in that timeline, was dead. In that timeline, now was dead. So yeah, because in that original timeline, he was dead. So then, but what if? Mm, uh, you know what? We gotta just keep yeah, watching. Got, we gotta keep watching. I was, we, I was thinking about this. How you guys are like questioning who pushed him? Where when I first read it, that wasn't a thought that I had. This is a thought that I had when I started like when I'm watching this episode. I was like, damn, who pushed them? Um, like I think that's interesting. Also, like. It just reminded me that, like, Loki, this is just a love story. Like, with, you're talking about the show being known for all this violence and, like, how everything is. Like, yeah. I think the plot of the show is amazing um, and all those things. But, like, this is really just a love story when you think about it. And it's a very good one. Um, but my last note on this episode is just, I know it's a wild concept, but trust me, it's really fucking good. Like oh, in the first I episode, you. I know it's like a little bit. It's like, eh, like, all right, he can go back to twelve years in the past, like with the shake of a hand. Like, what are we really doing? But like, here we I go. I was just like, all right, it's another race anime. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's see how he mm-hmm. goes to this. Um, which brings us to episode two, and mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, RK, like, he goes day days transpire mm-hmm. since he since he goes back in time, but like, we don't see his parents. And that was the one thing in a race we we saw. Like, they made a. Obviously, because the nigga's mom died, but like, and that's what he's trying to, you know, figure out. Also, no one was a delinquent and erased. Um, So, was a delinquent and erased. Episode two, we now know the rules. If you go to the same date twelve years ago, and you have to shake hands with Naoto. Yes. Um, One man's really had him cramming. Um, Bro, (laughs) did you see the uh, the the fake Red Bull? Yeah, (laughs) all that shit. Uh, Shout out to Hina for growing into a ting. Yeah. Um. Damn, I missed it. Oh. Um, Damn. And, like, this episode is just kind of setting up in his first trip back to the future. We're kind of learning out and what the real plan is, right? So now in this episode, we understand. The plan is he has to meet um, Sano, and he has to meet Kasaki Teta. Oh, fuck Kasaki Teta. Um, but, like, here we go. This is This is the start, right? This episode is called Resist, and this is kind of the start of it all. Like, one... Um, <laughs> I I literally put, I'm like, this is the All-American of middle school. Because, like, you know the whole shit on All-Americans, the fact these motherfuckers look old as shit? Yes. Like, and time. I love how they kind of question it a little bit, like, when Kiyomasa, like, threatens him, and he's like, bro, how is he really in middle school? That ass. Like, you know. Um, I also thought it was funny just thinking about Hina being in love with a man that belongs to the streets. Yeah. And that's what made me think about, like, I was there. I was like, "You ain't never seen no parents in this shit," because it's just about a bunch of delinquents. Just a bunch I of mean, delinquents. man, listen, I'm gonna it's tell like you. Ed and Eddie, but in Japanese. Uh, <laughs> there was I mean, no middle school motorcycle gangs. Ed, Ed, and Ed or Eddie was not mixing like this. <laughs> they wasn't getting into nitty really like how Fight Ross, Club, bro. Rolf was. Yeah, well, <laughs> Rolf. Rolf was. Rolf was. Yeah, Rolf, well, Rolf was, was the immigrant. bullshit. Rolf was. Yeah, you're right. That man was a bull. Yeah. Was yeah. That nigga on a corner store somewhere in that universe mm-hmm. now. But go ahead. Also, episode two, bro. We now like Hina is officially on the best girl radar in episode two. Yeah, she was. So I hear like, bro, like you really become a home like even this. more episode three. But go yeah. ahead, yeah. But like this is what she's yeah. on the radar in episode yeah. two. Like she's now on the scouting report. Uh, <laughs> she's a talent to watch. Um, a prospect. Yeah. <laughs> Um, not like that on the best girl prospect thing. Um, but 
she, you know, when they have a conversation, she's like, bro, like you, you've been getting pretty fucked up. Like, you know what I mean? Like what's going on? She's like, damn, like I really wish she was like, I wish I was a boy just so I can protect you. She's like, I know karate. Like I want to look she's out like, for you. I know stuff. I'd be stronger than you if I was a boy. Yeah. Like, God and my damn. son got wrapped up in the, in the moment. My son was out here talking about, I'll protect you too. And he's like, oh yeah. shit. Nigga knew it. You don't know what that actually mean. Bro. Yeah. But no, no, he does because he's an adult. That's true. He and is. and this yeah, but he's is the a first part adult. that you notice, um, where she goes, "Yo, like, what's got it into you? Like, you know, she's like, why are you so different right now? You know, and she like grabs his face and stuff. Um, yeah, that's essentially what I have episode two as. You guys, what else you guys got? Uh, let's see. Yeah, he was cramming his homework, uh, trying to remember shit. First time he goes back, uh, goes back in time. He gets beat up. He gets beat up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, like actually, didn't think it was getting washed. But it does bro. give some good backstories to kind of how it shaped his uh his adult life because it was mm-hmm. like, all right, they become slaves to this biker gang, and then that's the reason why he basically moves away from the city. Yeah. And just loses Leaves connection with behind. everybody. So now we kind of see, like, okay, this is why he is the way he is as mm-hmm. an adult. And now he's going to try and change that. Um, that's pretty much all I got from episode uh, two. Yeah, anything else? Um, in terms of episode two, the only thing that I had, um, basically, yo, my son, <laughs> the, um, the, the, the big-ass middle school nigga. Kiyomasa. Yes. That nigga is too big. Like... <laughs> Like, 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 he was Nick, tuck in like, middle Nick, school. Nick, Nick, like, he's, a Nick, he's a nigga that's like, yo, he said, thir- he said, 16, motherfucker, you look 30. What's, like, your, name? What, what's your name? Reggie. Reggie. Reggie, how old are you? Right. 16. 16. Motherfucker, motherfucker, you look 30. You, you, you look, you look, shit, shit, you at least about 35. Got like, that nigga? You can fight, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that nigga was diesel and shit for no reason. Nigga, Kid Muscle was really out here, out here wilding, but he's nothing but a big ass bully and like, that really takes us in the episode. You ever made yeah, love bro. to a man? Yeah. No, you want to? <laughs> now, yeah, like crazy. Nigga, Will, nigga, nigga <laughs> Will Smith was acting <laughs> unusual in Bad Boys, bro. Yeah. E- episode two, I believe, was when he asked to meet, uh, like, I can't remember, like, San, that's his name. Yeah, he, he, Mikasa he asked Sano to meet. Something. I just know him as Mikey. I can't think of his actual Japanese name. San, wasn't it Sano? Sano something. Yeah. yeah that um, was when he, at, that for, was when he asked and he got beat with the bat and almost like, died. You don't ever talk about the boss like that. Yeah. Um, and that was when my son was out here like, damn, I should just go back to the future. I can't do shit. Can't do this no uh, more, granddad. And then, you know, he, he sees how, how much Shorty means to him and it's like, damn, like, if I had someone like her my whole life, maybe my life wouldn't have turned out so, I'm Jesus telling. Christ. That's, that's why it's like, yo, this is big, uh, no. Yes. I'm not going to do it. Yes. I'm a responsible person. All right. Cool. Um, sir. I have a longer distance yeah. to drive. That's why. Yeah, you do. I know. Um, that's why I guess bigger race vibes. Cause it's like, yo, like. That's kind of the same way that homie felt uh, with the girl he was trying to protect. He was like, yo, like, I forgot, like, this mm, feeling of, like, I, I know I know it's different circumstance, obviously, because, like, that girl wasn't his girlfriend or anything like that. But at the same time, like, when he got to know her. I feel like the difference is, um, I feel like it's almost more re-zero. Because I feel like Ooh, the difference. Like Amelia and shit yeah, like that. I, even though she wasn't, even though she she should not have been the best girl, it was really Rem. Uh, Rem deserved the love more than Amelia. Some good cosplays um, on Rem, just saying. But um, I, the reason why is because I think Erase was more a regret thing in the sense of like, he's like, damn, I wish I got to know her and saved her life. Mm-hmm. Versus like, he did get to know her and he left. Or like, he didn't do enough. He didn't do enough to yeah, keep yeah. her. He fumbled the bag. Damn. Pretty much. He fumbled the bag. Where he was bitch. like, if Crazy. she was, if she, if I kept her in my life, 
things would have turned out differently for me versus like I could have changed her life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it, he, he was really in his bag. Like, I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but she's, you know, this is why she comes on that best girl radar. She out here realize, making him realize shit. And now episode three, Resolve. First of all, my son's hair is always fucked up. My son can never keep his hairstyle intact because he just be getting washed. His hair nappy. But I, I like um I like kind of how it goes in here. He's like, damn, I really thought my friends were lame, but like they were real ones. Like straight up. Like they were real that's ones. Real, you know? Yeah, they Hindsight, care about each other. Hindsight, Hindsight of 2020, bro. Like yeah, that, that scene in the bathroom where yeah. like, yo, damn, they, they, they said he got a fight. Nah, bro. Like I'll take that fight for you. Like, yeah. And I was then, like, damn. And they just felt helpless. But then he even remembered what happened in the past. And he was like, bro, he almost died. Mm-hmm. Like... It, the the youth fight club is wild. Shout out to Darius and Marquise for apparently low key doing a youth fight club when they worked at the daycare. Oh, these not really, next. but like <laughs> they didn't actually do a youth fight club. But the motherfuckers used to be scrapping and they would be around <laughs> and just not intervening. So, no, 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 let, let, let them work it out. Let them work it out. Problem so, solved. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you gotta rock out. Problem solved with your fists. <laughs> yeah. Um. But the I put in here, right, the one that I have where he, he out here, he challenged, you know, um, Kiyomasa and took one for his friend. I put my son's will of fire was going crazy. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Because he was getting washed. Oh, my son's ninja way. Oh, my gosh. That was not a fair fight at all, bro. It's funny because he even likened it to, like, a, a small minivan or a small car hmm. to, like, this big-ass bulldozer. Bro, whenever, <laughs> whenever a main character goes mata-mata, like, more... Some shit is happening. There's never a point where it's not a key moment where a main character is saying more. I was going to say, when, when, washed. when the main character's head drops down and you don't see eyes, it's just a shadow with mm. their hair. It's like, oh shit, he's about to do some crazy shit. And he didn't do a single thing. He was he just got fucked up and was out here just trying to, trying to you know, grit his teeth through it going, nah, bro, like we're not going to do it. And again, real friends. Akun was about to bro, shake him, bro. he was about to poke Kasu. What is it? <laughs> Bad Kiyomasa. Kiyo, he was about to yeah. poke Kiyomasa. Like literally, my man was my man was really standing up <laughs> to the side like Rick from the grassy. Like he was there, like yo, like what's good, bro? Like you really fucking with my man's. But then he see the other niggas rolling up. Yo, the big bro, the real OGs the pulled up. First bro. and foremost, and I was telling JT because I watched the last episode while I was in the studio. The really really tall nigga, the nigga Dra- with dragon. Yo. First off, that nigga's head almost cut off in the anime camera, so he at least about six four, <laughs> at least, at least. Yeah, that nigga came nah, through. Bro. He was hooping, but he decided the streets were better. Yeah, he hooped in middle school, but you know, the streets was calling. Yeah, I can't wait to see you guys learn his story. But like, I like, I love those two, bro. Like, I love like. Do we tell you this? This is another show like where it's a lot of good characters. Like, it's fantastic. But when they pulled up and everyone was out here, like, oh shit. And they just washed Kiyomasa like it was nothing. Nah, nigga had an OD tough one. He was like, yo, he kicked him in the stomach. He was like, yo, that's the height your, your head got to be at when you bow to our leader. Who died and made you king? Son. Son. Nah, when he when he kicked him with the one straight leg mm-hmm. and then started washing him in the face, yo, bro. My son was out here like, boom, boom, ting, ting, ting. I'm like, oh, my God. It's yeah, crazy. an embarrassment. Kiyomasa. That, my but, notes literally say Kiyomasa bum ass. Sanu, aka Mikey. Yeah. Look down at uh Damn, why am I ya, ya, Takamichi. Takamichi and he was like, yo, what's your name, kid? You what's got it? you got spunk. You're my gonna son be said my Mikey friend. will only talk to you if he finds you interesting and was just ignoring because they were like, yo. Yo, I'm from I'm from Biker Gang Three, bro. Like, you already know Big West Side. He's like, Bro, I don't got time for you. Like, see, this is where I, I think that, 
Like at this point, Mikey knows something's different. Just like when Hina oh, yeah. was out here, like, let's go with you. I also found it interesting how they showed like Mikey having dead eyes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the way they drew his eyes. Um, but you know, like it's in. This is after where he was like, "Yo, like fuck, like they took a liking to me," and I can understand why he was shook from his perspective of being like the biggest motherfuckers on campus, essentially, and they're not even on campus, mm-hmm. like. Big boss. He was like, I'm set up for failure. <laughs> like, if this is how I was getting treated by little motherfuckers, what are they going to do to me? Basically. Um, but as we find out, they're real ones, bro. They're, they're very interesting. They're, in a, they're an interesting group. because they're it's an eclectic also group. Eclectic. Because Mikey, deadass, looks like he could be in middle school, too. Mm-hmm. That's kind of interesting. Like, he's the big blood. You have Drakken out here, six foot four, mm-hmm. two four Right. Light, you know, light, and he's just like even like when them walking up, he was like, uh, "Yo, bro, don't call me that nickname." Like we out in public for real, for real. Like, mm-hmm. come on, man. But I remember Mikey's nickname is Invincible Mikey. Yeah, remember so that. We got it. We got it. We got to see what he's doing with them. Then they pull up on the school and was like, "Yo, we taking you out of school. We playing hooky right it now." It was like, "Yo, let's <laughs> hang out." He was like, "I'm in class, bro. Sir. I'm in math." Like the teacher was like. What is happening? Are these your guardians? Um, <laughs> is, your, is your family? It was when they opened a hallway and it was just bodies. Mad third like years. Kung, like Kung Fu Hustle. Bro. <laughs> like, that shit. <sighs> niggas had bodies upon bodies. Then they were like, yo, we out. Let's go. Had the third years line up laying on their on their stomachs while they played hopscotch on their bodies. <gasps> Crazy. Bro, they're... <laughs> while just okay. having a casual ass conversation yeah, like she was regular like, and my oh, yeah. son was shook my son Takamichi and also they gave him the nickname he's like you're Takamichi see I didn't get that because it kept it sounded the same it sounds the same yeah. but I see it's one has an I and one has a Y so yeah. like is is that really like that big a thing or yeah oh it's like, just a, it's just a, I'm sure it sounds different if we spoke Japanese I guess so you know what I mean maybe maybe like the like different like the subtlety it's, thing yeah it's just like it's the difference from going like Takamichi I guess or itchy, maybe like an emphasis yeah. on like Takamichi. I, I to have Takamichi. to watch it. I have That's to watch the dub version to really understand what the difference is because it sounded like they were saying the same I, shit in the yeah, sub. No. In the, in the you just gotta read it, but yeah. That's also like I can kind uh, like just because I read it first, yeah. I know what it's supposed to be. So like, but when I hear it, I think the same thing as well. Oh, so it's like harassment and harassment. Exactly. I said the same thing twice. You didn't even realize. Ha ha. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, I hate this guy. But you know what? It makes sense though. It I does. give him that. Harassment and harassment. Yeah, it yeah. does. But you say uh, hearse, harassment. Um, no, no, no. Hmm? It's did you say hearse? Harassment and harassment. That's what I'm saying. That's the difference between Tamagichi and yeah, yeah, Tamagichi. But I'm saying you don't you don't say just like I'm gonna go harass someone. I've never said I'm gonna go harass somebody like yeah. ever. I'm a good person. I mean, you harass us all the fucking time. Yeah, that's different um, though. Um, but yeah, they're walking up to school, and then all of a sudden, everybody's like, "Oh shit!" Like big boss. He, He's cool with, he cool with the big bosses? Oh, that's fire. Then all of a sudden, here come his girl. Nah, 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 nah. It's not going down like this. He coming yeah. with me. She was looking out for She's like, yo, why are you bullying, homie? And he was like, uh, uh, uh. He was like, nah. Slap no, Mikey in the face. We leaving. <laughs> like, wow. That's not big. I don't know why, but I feel like, like, girls just have this, like, innate sense of, like, Invincibility, where it's like they don't think that anything really gonna happen to them. But it's different though. In a lot of different cultures, mm-hmm. like when it comes to women, like as much as women may be at some more submissive to men, like men still won't put their hands on women. That's what old boy said too. Mm-hmm. Oh. But I think one, um, she was shook. 
Yeah. Because when she grabbed, she was like, fuck, she's shaking. And I think it almost reminded me of, um, well, like now I'm making the connection of remember when he was talking to her brother and was like, bro, like just be confident, stand up for yourself and be prepared to take a punch. Mm -hmm. But if you're confident like that, like you'll scare off half ass people. Yeah. So I think that that could be a part of it. Also, the fact that she said she was like, yo, I'm going to look out for you and stay yep. true to it. So that she's climbing up the best girl rankings right away. Yep. Um, then Drakim grabs her, and then old yeah. boy makes the decision. Yo, that will of fire, boy. Get your hands off my lady, boy. <laughs> Bruh, it's not going down like this. <laughs> Yo, they they was testing. I saw Mikey went, damn, bro. I thought we could be friends. How you want to die? Nah, but really quick, when Drakim was like, yeah, what would you say to me, little yeah. nigga? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Me? I'm sorry. I did not hear you. Could you enunciate, please? <laughs> get your hands off my woman. <laughs> All right, bet, <laughs> Mikey. Damn, I thought we could be friends. How you want to die? Now, when he said, yo, do whatever you want to me, just don't hurt her. And he said, bro, like I give a shit. <laughs> I, thought I thought it was over. I thought, I thought, thought he was, was going to back to the present. Dark, bro. <laughs> I thought he was going back to the present. <laughs> You're like, damn, this is a short show, huh? I was like, damn, this really is. Then, then my first thought was like ReZero vibes. Just like, oh, mm. shit. Now he's going to have to re-go back. So it could have been the near-death experience caused him to. Caused him to go back again. So right. now he got to redo, retrace his steps and just fix this shit. But nah, he was like, ah, just kidding. Too major flinch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My son was like, nah, you a real one. He was like, but don't be doing that shit to everyone. Because not everyone's like me. He was Everybody's like, I respect me. women. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I respect women. Not everyone is like me, so I'm not going to beat your ass. <laughs> but you cool. I fuck with you. It was funny because at the very end, my son was just like, hi. It was like, all right, bye. Don't hit me in the face again. It was like, that was almost more of bye like bye. a, hey, bye bye. Yeah, okay, right. Anybody exactly. else put, the, all right. Does his bye bye sound the same as hers? Or is that just me? I think it's just an Asian bye bye. Yeah. Because he goes, mm -hmm. I like the way she says bye bye. Mm -hmm. Um, early on in the mm. in the show, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but I do think like one is the respect thing, and then also I think a big thing now that I'm thinking about is kind of the way they talk about it. Where she goes, listen, that's not what friends do, and then she understands later. Where she's like, oh no, they're actually cool with you. Like these are your real friends, and that's why she ends up trusting them. Which is weird. So I think that's they, a they big just thing. Met him 24 hours ago. <laughs> yeah, but they want to look out for him because they know he they they know Takamichi is someone special. Mm. He got some he respect got, he on got something inside him. Yeah, that will of fire, bro. Real recognized wheel. He bro. a hidden six round gem. He he. <laughs> ba you tell me he's Antonio Brown. Damn, but without the CTE, it's crazy. <laughs> I was gonna say he, like Herb Jones or something. Nah, Antonio Brown six round pick. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> as we go into, they're like, bro, like they, he's the leader of this gang that does all these terrible things, and then he gets to know him a little bit, and he's like, damn, like. They're not bad people, bro. They're just delinquents. Like yeah. they're not bad people. He even said he like Sato like said crips. he wants to change the uh, he wants to change the narrative about delinquents. Like yeah. yo, we not we're not be people that just like destroy neighborhoods. Like yeah. if we have beef with other people, we'll beef, but we'll keep everybody else safe. Yep. We'll, yeah. we'll clean this shit up ourselves. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, and he was like, "I'm trying to change the world, bro." And then that's what they were like, "Yo." So it's one of those things. Like what happened? And now I'm real like, real, the, the pieces start going together. Because at the end of that, he's walking away, and he passes this th this group of three dudes, mm. and one of those dudes was the Saki Saki, and you could tell by his glasses, like okay, so and he just looked like bad news. Yeah. So now I'm thinking, okay, not bad news. He definitely corrupted Sano because Sano has Mikey. this. Let's call him Mikey. Just Mikey. 
put some respect on his name. Mikey. Well, his Invincible name is, Mikey, boy. Yeah, Mikey is better. No, no one refers to him as Sano. His mama he was Mikey. Sano. I bet you when he go home, his mama call him Sano. I yeah, hope I mean, you understand. Well, they, well, that the is his last they were, name. They, Sano is his last name. <laughs> they was referring to him as, as, as Sano, but Mikey is... In the present, yeah. the motherfuckers who don't know him refer to him as Sano. Yeah. Everyone else calls him Mikey. Yeah. Back in the day. It's still he's still young, so let's just. All right, so we'll go, go, okay, we'll go. I know I, I, we're we'll living in two different timelines right now because crazy. we're living in the in the dark hair timeline. Dark hair. Always call him Mikey yeah. and blonde hair timeline. And blonde hair. So timeline. when we in the when we in the past, it's Mikey. In the present, it's Sonos. Ah, there you fucking go. <laughs> yep. He is perfect. He is Mikey. He's Mikey period. forever. He's Mikey. Forever, Anyways, dog. he leaves Mikey and he's passing by these dudes, and now it's like okay, now now I'm trying to think. Okay, they didn't want them to meet because obviously. The other dude, glasses dude, mm-hmm. corrupts Mikey because Mikey clearly has this vision of not doing everything that twelve years later not, is happening. Yeah, the gambling, not the, the, the big gang shit. Yeah, gambling, the violence, the prostitution, all that other shit. Like, mm-hmm. so imagine a be, real gang getting started from a group of like middle school kids. I mean, yeah. What do you mean, yeah? I can believe it. I can believe it. You, you can't believe that a gang could start from middle school kids and they just grow up and just. Keep doing gang shit again. How many middle school kids you know doing gang shit like this that we are constantly going? How the fuck are these middle school kids? Look, man, I don't, I don't know, but look, we all we look. This is America. You know, niggas, niggas be doing some stuff. Let's ask Tyreek. You know, Tyreek is probably <laughs> the best person to ask for this type of stuff since he knows that life. So You're right, big crib. <laughs> so in, in any case, but yeah, the whole biker gang thing. That's that's kind of funny. It's like, because Mikey said his, was his dad? His brother. Yeah. His brother, brother was part brother, of the brother, game. Brother, brother. Speaking of which, yo, why was in the first episode or the second episode when they got beat up and they're like, yo, your brother's a, a third year when they were talking to- His uh, cousin. His cousin. Yo, your cousin a third year. We going to be solid regardless where we go. Bro, the- Man, couldn't remember, The cousin bro. was the lackey, the, the errand boy, dog. That's my, tough. My boy could not remember. I love the flashback. He was like, fuck, I haven't fought in like 12 years. And they were like, yeah, you just hit him with a spitting back fist. Like always. He was like, Damn, like I used what? to do that? I, yeah. like, like, I, I was him for real? Yeah. <laughs> they were, even when he got knocked out and they were like, yo, that was mad uncharacteristic of you. Bro, you was Yeah, that nigga must have had a, had a traumatic That's, experience because there's no unusual. reason that this man was out here going crazy like that and he don't remember. Like, like, it was the like, slave well, days, I mean, it was bro. 12, that it was, was a traumatic experience. Yo, but the same crazy. thing. Slave <laughs> days, bro. Yeah. 12 years of slave. Yeah. Oh. Right. yeah, 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 yeah. Good point, good point, good point. Yeah, true. That's funny. But, yeah, I mean, I, I believe it because it's 12 years. I mean, uh, even, like, in the Erase anime, he didn't remember every single thing. Yeah, but it was also, mm-hmm. like, that's... There was those years they tried to block out of his memory or run away from. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was, I, I was trying to block that like, shit out too. He came back and he was like, "Fuck, I'm reliving my life, and it's the worst part of my life." Are you happy, God? Are you, is this how you get your sick kicks? But anyway, yeah, I'm excited to see this, uh, this whole fighting thing that you guys are talking about. Because right now we've only seen like just one nigga getting beat up. Yeah, um, but how do you feel about the plot? Plot is interesting. Like I said, it's, it's like I said, it's a mix of it's got erased vibes, it's got re-zero vibes, so and then I guess some fighting vibes too. So I'm interested to see. Yeah, there's um, definitely a lot of. Action. I just want to. I also my really quick question because that's the only thing I have. So if he was, if Nato was able to prevent, was able to prevent his own death, knowing the death dates of both him and his sister, how did the sister die then, and he lived because they were both at that festival? No, they weren't. But they were both at that festival. I don't think they were. At the in the big at. The first timeline. In the first timeline. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The first timeline, they were both at the festival. And then he went to the past Second and timeline, the timeline, only now, 
only now tell survived. So, but he wasn't at the festival. But that's what I'm saying. So why, if he kn- if, cop, no, I know he's a cop. But why was your sister not in your? Why weren't you with your sister the entire day of July fourth? If you know she gonna die, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. you know when her death day is, you know when your death day is. She should not leave your sight at all that day. That's that's what I'm saying. So now I'm thinking, all right, did she just die another day, another way? Like, what's going on here? Good question. These are the questions we need to ask. And that's all I got. Mm. Okay. You got anything else? That's all I got. Guys, if you're following along with us, um, watch another three episodes for next week. So four, five, and six. And that is it. From episode 151 of the Saratobi Sports Pod. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure to follow us at Saratobi Sports on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Subscribe to the um, YouTube channel, like the Facebook page. Um, and yeah, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Offended Narwhal or on Instagram at Moo2Fit. And uh, Free Young Thug. Guys? Man, listen. I just want to thank everybody that has been rocking with us for this entire time. And uh, everybody that has continued to listen and people that still support, you know, what we do. Um, I actually am back on Twitter. So, (laughs) yeah. So, you want to follow me on the gram? He's for the streets. Yeah. Worldwide West underscore 11. Um, If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's just Worldwide West underscore. Uh, What type of tweet content can we be expecting from you? Whatever Smart. you whatever you need, we gonna, you gonna get entertainment, you gonna get sports, you gonna get anime, you gonna get porn. It's it's gonna be a little bit of everything. Yes. All yes. right. Good. I gotta remember. You gotta tweet so I can add you to my uh my Twitter circle. Yes. We're, we're, I, day one, bro. Day one. Literally, I just made it today. Today being what nine fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So All just right. uh, yeah, give me some time and we'll uh, get there. I got you. Shout can out. Can I Ru- get like ten followers first? I got you. Shout out Ruben for being part of my uh. Twitter circle. He's seeing a little bit more into my degen- degeneracy. <laughs> um, all I got is uh, nematodes are people too, and it's a Saratobi thing, yeah? Maddie? Follow me, Regrown Recordings, on Instagram. And that's all I got. Catch y'all next week. That's it. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion.